Assalamu alaikum guys, welcome back to From A to Z with Aziz This is episode 18 This time I'm finally joined by Brother Yusuf This is Brother Aziz again And welcome back to episode 18 Finally, finally, we get to do our first Ramadan episode together Back to basics Yes sir So how's Ramadan been treating you brother? (laughs) (laughs) It's been great man I mean Ramadan's a great time of year if, If I can say so myself Like Anyone who's been, who's in the community, really appreciates this one time of year where everyone kind of gets together, family, friends, everyone around you, everyone's fucking around with, oh, god damn, okay, yeah, that really doesn't work with the fast, does it? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, Ramadan's been going fine. I've been liking it, despite the fact that I'm, like, mostly spending it alone, so I don't get the big feasts and stuff like that uh, for iftar, but it's going fine. I've stumbled, (laughs) but it's going fine. What about you? How's it going? Well, yeah, it's been... I think I mentioned last time, this is the slowest Ramadan I've ever had to go through. Uh, How I don't do you know mean what, slow? Like, like I said, basically, I, I'm really believing that there's no way a minute to 60 seconds these days. Like, there's definitely something oh, okay, wrong. Okay. Like, yeah, it's taking way too much time, and I'm not up for it. And also because, like, it's one of the longest Ramadans I've ever had to deal with hour-wise. Yeah. So from four to eight, and, uh, you know, it falls in revision season. Yeah. Whereas, like, before, it was at the end of exam season, so we're like, okay, I have nothing to do all day. This time, it's like, ah. Oh, you know, I have to work and study all day, so I'm like not feeling that vibe. It's getting sunny. We don't have heating. He- we don't. We don't have a cooling system I here. See. So it's like, what a hassle. But but we have to push through, and you know, God vibes. God, God, God vibes. God blessed vibes all month Very long. Blessed. I mean, it's the holy month. So yeah, yeah. Um, also, big eat vibes, which is great. If you're a big foodie, yeah. During Ramadan, I mean, it could or couldn't be your time of the year. But, I mean, if you're a big foodie, you could be splashing, doing some huge feasts every day. Yeah. It's the one thing, for real, it's the one thing that kind of gave me a, a feeling of home this Ramadan. Yeah. Is that, for once, I was like, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna commit to making proper, proper feasts at home. And it really feels like, oh, this feels like I'm back home, you know? Call my mom, ask her for some recipes. I'm like, oh. What are, what are you making today and whatever? And she's like, oh, I'm making couscous. I'm like, oh, let's go. Let's go. I'm making the same thing. Nice. So, yeah, finally getting that a little bit, a touch uh, of home. It smells like home and everything's great. But, man, I'm not going to lie here. Waiting for it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for this to be over. I don't like fasting. I do it because you have to do it. And you yeah. know what? You push, through, you push through and that is what matters. But anyhow. Uh-huh. So, first Ramadan episode. Last time was kind of sluggish with Salim, but we still managed to talk about Quite the amount of things, most of them unholy as hell. But you know, this time we'll try to be a bit more woke. We'll start. Uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about this is like at least a feel good story because sure. I realized many a times I started an episode, it was like, Oh, it's been a pretty heavy week, honestly. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, for once, let's start decently. Yeah, uh, recently, I no, not even recently, yesterday, yesterday, there was this thing ha- uh, that uh, happened, it took the internet by storm, and I thought it was hilarious. What happened yesterday? So basically, last year, around April 2020, this dude named Josh Swain. Yeah. Created a Facebook uh, group. Oh, was this the Josh fight? The Josh fight. Yeah, <laughs> okay. the Josh fight was yeah, yesterday. So how'd this go down? I didn't hear about it at yeah, all until but today. I have to explain, because yeah, yeah, it happened yeah, yesterday, yeah. but at least I have to explain it to, to the audience, you know, because like, we're so I mean, popular. I'm asking you, so just explain it to yeah, me. Yeah, just don't talk just to me like, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. Okay, wow. we're fasting, but let's be patient, okay? Brother Yusuf, yeah, you have to calm bro. down. Nah, man. Bro, just don't talk to me like that, man. I mean, speak to me with respect, and I will treat you as... Fuck, just go ahead. Okay, so back to the Josh thing. So Josh Swain, this dude, started a group chat uh, in April 2020 with a bunch of Joshes, uh-huh. Josh Swains. And he was yeah. like, oh, you're wondering why 
I put you in the same group. And some dude was like, probably because we have the same name. Yeah. And so he put the coordinates of a certain location. I was like, next year we'll meet and let's fight. And the only, and the guy who survives gets to be called Josh. And he's the only guy who gets to be called Josh. <laughs> sure. It's kind of funny, but you know, it was like just one of those memes that you're like, ah, that's funny. And that's it. You scroll and you never hear of it again. But they committed. Yeah. They committed to this. And yesterday they had the Josh fight. Okay. So a bunch of Joshes just came in and they started fighting for the sake of the Josh name. Not but really. Did they fight. just fight with like styrofoam noodles? Yeah, yeah, that and uh, rock paper scissors. So oh, it was like oh, one of those. Oh, that's a real tournament, right? Yeah, there. for real. Yeah, I, I mean I, that's a pretty decent I way to decide definitely who's destroy the alpha the Josh. I destroy in the rock paper. Scissors. You and I have already talked okay, about. Okay, let's like... play rock paper scissors right now. <laughs> right now. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Best two out of three, or just one. Just one. Okay. For sure. the sake of the okay, universe. Okay, okay. Rock, rock paper, paper shoot. scissors shoot. Shoot. Okay. Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. Okay, you go. You Let's go, bro. Fine. Let's That's go. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Anyhow, so they played that, and they played, was it what I say, the noodle fight? Yeah. And it had a really nice, wholesome end to it. Because uh-huh. basically, this little kid, his name was Josh, this five-year-old had uh, uh, multiple seizure, seizures? Seizures. Seizures. Seizures yeah. when he was a kid. Okay, I'm Wait, which Josh is this? Josh Swain, another oh, one. The, oh, wait, they're all... They're How many Josh. Josh Swains are there? I think four of them. Oh, wow. The but, like, it's, but a lot of other Joshes. Okay, yeah, yeah of so course. So it's like, okay, whatever. doesn't matter. So it's another either. Josh Swain. I think so, okay. yeah. It's like five. He had many seizures when he was a kid. When he uh-huh. was two, he's five. And so they let him win. Yeah. And uh, they, I think they ended up uh, collecting $8,000 plus, uh, I don't know, 65 kilos of food. Okay. Which they gave to gave to this charity or this hospital. And it was really, really wholesome. And they let the five-year-old win. I think that was a great thing. You know, this year's been kind of, this year's been kind of, you know, marred with many horrible things. And uh, morale has been down. Uh, but through, throughout the year, we've been really pushing the year of the ox thing. Uh-huh. This, 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 we're still seizing it. So trying to keep morale as high as it is. But, you know, it is what it is. And so at least it was one of those wholesome moments. They're like, you know what? I enjoy this W. I like this W. Yeah. It's great. It's great for humanity. One thing, though, one thing. If I was named Josh and yeah. I was there, I would not let that five-year-old win. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, you, bragging, you, right? Like, you need to be... Right, yeah, five yeah, 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 bro. I, like, you can get your charity thing, whatever, but they were playing for a BK crown. Ooh. I'm... I'm not letting that five-year-old think of <laughs> real earnings, <laughs> bro. Like this is a competition. I'm not playing around. I'm not uh, fooling. I'm, I'm a winner. I'm a competitor. I feel like I'm not. I don't play with those kids. That's the what's that? What's that question they used to say? Would you? Could you be able to beat like a fifty, ten-year-olds uh, if they rushed at you okay. at the same time? Or 10, 50 year fifty-year-olds? No, just like 50, 10 year olds. I just want to stick to that one. <laughs> sure. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I had no shame 50, about 50, 10 year olds? Nah, you'd could, probably get taken down. You think you could, you'd could? you get taken look, down? Look, look, I think I'd like kick down seven of them mm-hmm. right in the face, probably. Mm-hmm. Like one nice like roundhouse kick will probably take out four of them or something. This is a Muslim podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, going. wait, no, I'm endorsing <laughs> violence. No, we can't. This is not the association we're making right now. Roundhouse kick, like probably four of them. Mm-hmm. Get in, you know, ground and pound, couple of them. Mm-hmm. But then I get, like, taken down. No, I think... Overwhelmed by, like, 15, 10-year-olds on top I of you. I think the first one gets... I think it's an endurance game. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I, I, I think, think I... if I get, like, tired, it's over. Like, as long as I'm not tired, if they climb on my back or whatever, I can just drop to the floor, take them out from behind, whatever. That's fine. As long as I'm not tired. As soon as I'm winded, it's over. I think I have enough stamina to take 50. Because I think... 50, 10-year-olds? Here's, here's, That's here's, a lot of people, bro. Yeah, but here's how you think about it. They're fi- they're 10-year-olds, right? Uh-huh. 
Stop thinking about the 50. Start yeah. thinking about the 10 year olds. Yeah. One punch is all it takes. I know. I okay? know. I can so see that. So what I'm asking is, could you be able to deliver 50 punches before I being probably, probably? Like I mean, I mean, 10 year old punches. Yeah, I, I can yeah. knock out 50. The first one, the first one is like to uh, the grave, uh, yeah, straight ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then yeah. use his body as some sort of wind <laughs> <laughs> windmill. So you grab him, grab him by his by by his legs, and my you start God. doing the tornado. <laughs> So and then you Bro, toss him. The ten year old like, that would so work. By yeah, the way. yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Oh shit! And then oh yeah, you'd so wipe fifty ten year olds. Like easy game, <laughs> bro. Fly. One little whirlwind in the middle of it, AOE the whole time. Hell yeah! So bro. do you fry those kids? Fuck or? yeah, man! Frying for days. Just <laughs> uh, <laughs> bodying ten year olds the yeah. whole way through. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But wait, but what about 10, 50 year olds? Ten fifty year olds. Bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> <laughs> You've been okay. You, Serge, and I uh-huh. have been talking uh, for so long, and I know one thing that always comes up is like you guys saying, you know what? If I got into a fight with my dad, my dad would probably beat me up. And I'm saying, okay, I'm about to turn 23 soon. Sure. Okay. At some point, mm-hmm. as a 23 year old, yeah. I have to look at a 50 year old man and be like, bro, I'm ending you. I mean, I like, mean, yeah, just yeah. The only reason you're alive is because you're my dad. And I love <laughs> <laughs> but like in a fist fight, I end you. I don't think so, bro. My dad has been asking me when I was in Abu Dhabi last year. He was like, you know what? Let's go to this boxing gym and let's let's yeah, let's 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 spar a couple of rounds. And every time I'm like, nah, you know, it's cool, it's cool. Like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to embarrass the old man. No, because I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm first of all, I'm not wired to even in a sparring match. I'm not gonna lay. I'm not gonna punch. Yeah, of course, of course. Just stafferlah, haram, haram, haram vibes. So I can't do that, but. If, if I had to, like, bruh, I end you. Okay, okay, okay. Like, I'm not. <laughs> look. So you tell, bro, if you throw enough of yourself at them, they don't have the stamina, agility, and they I might mean, have yeah, like raw power. Yeah. But they don't have anything else. And experience, else. that's the thing, right? Like, because you're a 23 Oh, really? Year old. When's the last time your dad got into a fight? I don't know. When's the last 30 time? years ago? Yeah. My dad, probably same. No, so. dude, <laughs> I thought, wait. I don't know. Nah, actually, I don't know. Never mind. Like, um, my dad didn't get okay, into Okay, yeah. So I mean, long. out of so the like, fight, it's not like they're, they're like, I mean, yeah, your dad is trained to fight. Yeah. You're fucked, bro. Bro, no, I am. No, nah, you're beyond. No, 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 no. I mean, look, look. Bro, I, have you I, seen my I, bench I've, press? <laughs> have I seen your bench? No, I haven't. And it's probably my not that impressive. My warm-up is your max, bro. Oh, my God. I mean, probably. But, like, that's not even an interesting point, man. Like, I've always said I that can, you like... look stronger. No, you are stronger than you look. Thanks. That's that's been a fair thing, and I look hella strong. By the no, way. you don't in that way. Like you don't look big, buff. right? Like yeah. you don't look buff. It's fine, it's exactly. Fine. But you do have more core strength than like people expect you to have, right? Mm-hmm. But still, I think you look at your dad, and I don't see you beating him up. Just like I don't see my dad and think to myself, "Oh yeah, I'm beating that dude up." Even if I had to, I think what is the one thing that I have to throw at him? Volatility. It's all the <laughs> the this. The a lot of you. That's what I'm saying. A lot if of you, me. Just throw it if all you at throw him. Throw a right? lot of them. They, they'll get confused. They don't know yeah, how to yeah. react with that much. <laughs> you know, they don't. It's way too much to process for so little time. You know, Boy. a lot of hands, a lot of legs, a lot of. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. how to react to that. You know, most of the time they do things from a distance. Uh-huh. So if you get really up close and personal, yeah. If you can withstand them shoving you, bro, nah. But personally, I've I've got a reach advantage on my dad, so I'm probably keeping a distance the whole time. He can't get in like close on me because yeah. that's my disadvantage, man. You know, no, I've got to play the long game. <laughs> I like to play the Ben Askren game. I like I grow. Ah, uh, uh, you big grappler, wrestler. Yeah, yeah, grappler. Mm, yeah, I see yeah, yeah, you. I yeah, see yeah, yeah. you. I just mentioned Ben Askren because he just got destroyed. Yo, recently. fucking bodied, bro. I still okay. Okay, did you watch it live? No. 
but you I didn't? watched the highlights. Like, uh, first yeah. of all, I'm not paying for any of that. Wait, okay, so wait, if you saw the highlights, because I haven't checked out a single highlight reel, what highlights did you see? Bruh. Like, what did it anything. show you? Yeah, it's exactly, like, right? Yeah, it's one round. So, dude. Oh, as in you watched the highlights from just that fight, not the event? Oh, not the event. Because no, the no, event's just, fucking hilarious. I've seen one thing when he was talking about how his, like, security guard passed away, whatever, and there's, like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this yeah, robot yeah. dancing behind, and I was like, that's super awkward. Yeah, yeah, he was saying about the mascot, I think, uh, about the robot, he said, like, sports teams have mascots. Why don't boxers have them, too? So I think he, like, walks out with this, like, robot Jake Paul mm-hmm. every time he fights. Um, but the fight was hilarious. The whole event was I, – I was texting you guys on the group um, while it was going down because I'd never really followed, like, a, like a boxing fighting event mm-hmm. live, really. So I went and watched this because it was 2 a.m. And, uh, like, here in the U.K. when it was going to go live, I slept at, like, 11. I was like, I'll wake up. It was 2.30. I was like, fuck, I'm missing this fight. I put it on legally. <laughs> So yeah, I start watching it and I'm like, okay, it's I, it's music, it's Saweetie performing, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, the thing is, I'd like to like break down the entire event, but I'm actually not going to. I'm just gonna go say like, check out TMG's <laughs> fucking breakdown of it because Noel Miller was one of the guys who was tweeting as it was going down. Yeah, and this was the first sporting event that I like followed Twitter as it was going down. Really? I saw, yes, that, this was my first experience where I was so like... So now you realize how fun that it's is. so much fun. So, so much. I loved it. Like, just the, the trending stuff or the top, and then you go see the whole conversation. And the memes. And, and the memes and everything going on live. I was yeah. like, bro, this is an experience right here. And that event was like the most social media thing I had ever seen. It was a whole fucking new beast, right? Um, but no, it was just a mess the whole way through. It was performed, mostly music. It was a concert. It all sucked, except Doja was hella bad. I'm a fan of Doja, so yeah. that's that. Sweetie kind of sucked, but I came in. It was fucking weird, bro. Ice Cube and Snoop being high as all shit the whole time. Not just them. What am I saying? Everyone just talking about Snoop's weed the whole time was funny as shit. Oscar De La Hoya was blasted. <laughs> ben Askren. Ben Askren like he looks got like fucking a bodied. Milk, milk carton. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Some dude just goes like, uh, "Oh yeah, Ben Askren <laughs> built like a milk carton right before he gets knocked out." <laughs> like, bro, this is just too funny. But. But yeah, um, too many people were like fight, fights like rigged or whatever. Definitely rigged. Which, I'm, um, I'm, I saw the the knockout from a different angle, and I was like, yo, that that was a knockout punch. Like that was that was a good punch. I don't know if it would have sent Ben Askren fucking flying and out of it. It was an early stompage, I think, is what people were saying. Even I said that, and I don't fucking know boxing, but it was whack. But Ben Askren, I I'm a stand now. I'm a big fan of the guy, despite the fact that I've seen him on a pulse. I'm like, that's a cool dude. He's a really cool did, dude. Did I did I tell you like how um, at the end of the episode yeah. they brought Jake Paul's message and he got really awkward. Oh yeah, because it ruined the like, whole thing. Because like Ben Askren was super, like, super cool, cool for like an hour and whatever, and then, and then he was like, Logan's oh, shit. like, oh, I, 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 I Jake I, sent I, me this clip, yeah. <laughs> right? I haven't seen it yet, and then it's just like this and his wife. And Ben and his kids. Yeah. Oh, what? Up? Nah, like that, was, that was that was that was super that was super unclassy. One thing I've five years ago, if you had asked me, there's I'm I'm gonna watch ESPN first take, and Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman are gonna talk about Jake Paul. Oh, were they talking about Jake Paul? Yeah. Bro, Did they I cover was, the fight? Yeah. I, I haven't checked Max, any of their. Coverage. I mean, Ma- Ma- Max Kellerman. That's his thing. Max. On yeah, boxing, boxing, right? Yeah. yeah. So the fact that uh, if you told me, yeah, bro, this YouTube star, uh-huh. um, Ohio white boy. Is gonna be on ESPN First Takes um, top of the morning t- uh, subject for the show. I'm like, that is so weird. Yeah, of course it's, it's weird. so weird. It it's is like that's the crossover. If if you know what, if Thanos came to Earth in 2016, wiped us all out. Sure. And I wake up now. Yeah. And I see that I'm like, nah, you're kidding. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's gotta be shit. a joke. Yeah. Right. Like, 
definitely gotta. There's definitely a lot of things that have that Thanos effect, by the way, these days. Of what like you, five years ago, that wouldn't have been what? Like that? There's no way that would have happened. And now you look at it and you're like, that's kind of ridiculous. For example, the Super League, which is the oh, thing I, I wanted to Super bring League. up. Super League, right? You did. We you never got your coverage on this. Yeah, I had to go check out like True Jordy for coverage on the Super League. Dude, I was so disappointed, dude, man. Dude, 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 listen here. I know that they stopped the whole Super League project. Because is everyone backed fr- out? Is it over? Is except it except Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Juventus. Right. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's yeah, dead. it's dead. It's right. dead. Yeah. But the reason why uh, they backed out was like, oh, they saw that I was going to do a podcast episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were of like, course. Mm. he's about to intervene. They this were like, like oh, really bad PR for We better us. step down, boys. Yeah. Now, look, I uh, was about to do an episode for that. Yeah. And it was going to be... Uh, I was going to blow it out of proportion. Like, for real, I was going to... This is not facts. This is feelings. Yeah. I'm just going to, like, milk. Uh-huh. I'm going to virtue signal. And I'm just going to be a little a little bitch about it. Okay? Mm. For real. That's exactly what I was playing. But it didn't happen. So now I'm like, okay, that's... You know, I could have totally blown so up So now you get that. to bitch about the things that could have happened? That could have happened. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it too much. But there are a couple of... At least, at least I want to set a couple of things straight. One... For the super, so everybody knows what the Super League was all about and everything, so I'm, there's no need to explain uh, why it's wrong or whatever. One shout out to Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher, and Rio Ferdinand. The um, what when when they announced the Super League, yeah, uh, these three dudes, honestly, on uh, they 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 were for Sky, yeah. They really helped uh, unify the sentiment, you know, that every single fan had about the Super League, and they managed to channel that and push people to, you know, go manifest and protest mm-hmm, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, honestly, leaders of their movement, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you got to appreciate that. They And they will have a special place in every football fan's memory because of that, not just their careers, because they really pushed everyone to be like, nah. Because they said, it's all about eloquence, you know? Okay. They phrased it the way... Su- Someone had to phrase it that way. Someone sure. had to show that anger and, and 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 passion and everything about it, and be like, "No, you know what? I'm a Manchester United legend, but if they do that, I'm never gonna support Manchester United. To hell yeah. with them. I hope they go to they get relegated. I hope you take away all their trophies. Everything I worked for, it's fine. Take it all away. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. And so that was great. Two. Um, it's it's weird how it took such a turn in a week, cause I. When when it came out, I was like, okay, okay. So I have an episode due this week with Abi Aboud. What am I going to talk about? Okay, do I have to write something, not write something? And what I started with, the initial sentiment, I was like, okay, this is how I'm going to start things. Football, there were there are two days that we say uh, we can call them as the day football died, right? Mm. It's, it's very uh, – I'm going to make it very quick. So you start off with um, how football was um, – what we love about football, the aesthetic of the game, is mainly attributed to Brazilians more than any other nationality. Joga Bonito. Sure. Pele, Garincha, mm. 1958-1962 World Cup. They win the World Cup. It's like, okay, this is like the type of football that we love to see. 1966, it gets much more physical. The World Cup's played in England, and they get trashed by Portugal. Mm-hmm. A very physical team. Mm-hmm. And they and Pele gets injured first game of, for second game of the, the World Cup. And you're like, okay, game is changing. 1970, these same players... 19, the 1970 Brazil team is like maybe the most talented team ever. 
one of the most talented teams ever. And they won the World Cup in the flashiest way. Pele wins Player of the Year, uh, Player of the World Cup, whatever. It's all cool. And they beat, at the time, Catenaccio Italy, 1970 Italy, in the, in the final 4-1. The main thing you have to realize is that that day, football triumphed because aesthetic and the pleasure of, you know, actually playing football for what it is, for the aesthetic of it all, won. That, it triumphed that day. Then, for the next 10 years, the Dutch perfected it, mm -hmm. right? And football, everyone was like, okay, we can make football even more aesthetic, okay? In a way that not just Brazilians have to play with it, sure. have, can play like that. Then, first day where football kind of died, 1982, Italy versus Brazil, where a team that had no skill about it, no nothing aesthetic, nothing beautiful, nothing that we love, just like, let's play defense and let's tackle everyone, yeah. beat the most aesthetically pleasing team that football's ever gotten. Sure. The 1982 Brazil team. That's one. That's when the game became cerebral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the innocence kind of died. Okay. The second day football died was the World Cup final 1998 because the best player in the world and the biggest star at the time, Ronaldo Fenomeno, had a seizure oh. right before the World Cup final. Mm -hmm. And sponsors had to push him to play the game even though he was about to die. Dude. Shit. Like, oh, real. I think I've heard of this. Yeah. That killed the proper innocence of the game mm -hmm. for real. Yeah. Oh, you've told me about this. Yeah, sure. This week was about to be the day they announced the Super League was going to be the day you yeah, put the football death of in the football, grave. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing is, people fail. Like, the reason why these big teams, these big corporations ma made it to where they are is the reason why most big businesses are big businesses. And that is because at its core, it was, you know, mom and pop's shop kind of thing. Sure. It was like this all heart. And this is a community, and we're here for the people. Mm. And people love that, and people support that, so people go out of their way to help that. Yeah. That stuff grows, mm -hmm. but keeps its values, and that's why it grows exponentially. But at some point, that stuff stops taking care of, stops caring for its values, and mm -hmm. becomes a fully corporate business. And that's where it's ruined. That's what happened with football yeah. last week. You can name Manchester United, the Busby Bays, ba Babes, 1958, um, Mad Busby, and what they created in that Manchester community with their academy. You can talk about Bill Shankly in the 1970s with, with Liverpool, getting in, getting them out of Division 2. You can talk about Spurs and Bill Nicholson. You can talk about Chelsea. You can talk about Arsenal and uh, Arsene Wenger. The thing is, and even you can go back to Rex Chapman in the 1930s, the thing is, like, these clubs are so big because at some point they had a great family vibe to it and people were attached to that and people were like, we fuck with this, we need this to succeed because you know what, we see some of ourselves in that. That is what makes every business great in, in the world. Recently I was doing this whole um, uh, uh, group project about investing for Kering mm -hmm. and its direct competitor is LVMH. Yeah. Kering owns Gucci and everything and at when Kering started, it they used to, you know, it was just um, a brick-and-mortar company. Like, it was a basic-ass company. It didn't deal in luxury shit. Mm -hmm. LVMH was the same. It was a construction company. Sure. People valued the people who owned that mm -hmm. because they had great values. Okay. And that's why it grows. And so what happened was that these mega, comp mega corporations – because that's what they are at this stage. These football clubs decided to be like, you know what? 
we are so big right now that we don't think we need our values anymore. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, we're ready to trash everything because you know what? People are up for it. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And so fans rallied around and that's a great thing. We love to see that because you know what? These guys don't deserve it. The, yeah. the, the Glazers, they don't deserve it. Those rich billionaires, those American billionaires and Russian billionaires and Emirati billionaires, they don't deserve it. They don't get it. They don't get the history of it. That's two. Three, why this mattered. Because it was an announcement that football was about to turn its back on, on football. Not the people, not whatever, on football itself. Sure. Why? Uh, every sport has something that sells. I was talking to this about my dad today because he's one of the few people who was like, you know what? The Super League would be fire. Sure. And he explained his point of view. Here's every. Here's what I mean by when I say every every sport has something that sells. When you try to sell baseball, you sell its history. Okay. When you try to sell basketball, you sell its stars. When you try to sell NFL, American football, you sell the logo. Okay. When you sell football you sell the community. That's what you're selling. Sure. That's what football is striving about. Football of all sports is the one that needs competition the most, uh -huh. more than other games. Because other games, especially mainstream American sports, are based on one thing more than anything. It's not substance, it's flash, mm -hmm. it's spectacle. We remember the 1990 bull, the 90s Bulls for the spectacle, for Michael Jordan, for the high-flying dunks. We remember the 80s, not for the creative genius of Magic Johnson. No, we remember for the Showtime Lakers and the fast breaks and the dunks. We remember Kobe for his 81 game. We remember LeBron for his dunks and for his block in, the, in 2016. That's why we remember basketball for. We remember baseball for its history, for Babe Ruth, for the New York Yankees. They don't care about competition. They don't even have a cap for their money. The New York Yankees have won, between the Yankees and the Red Sox, they won half of the championships. Half of the World Series have been won by two teams. Mm. Why? Because we don't care about that. We care about history. We care about the, 1920, the 1927 New York Yankees team. Okay. That's what people in baseball care about. That's why baseball is kind of dying. And when it comes to the NFL, we care about the logo. Yeah. We care about what, what, it, what it looks like to be an NFL player. We don't care about the competition. It doesn't matter. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, until last year, didn't win. A, they made the playoffs like five times in 50 years. Mm-hmm. It's still a multi-billion dollar company. They don't care about that. They care about NFL. That's mm -hmm. what they care about. That's it. The sure. badge. Football is not like that. Football mm -hmm. has a sense of community that comes with it. It's the little academy. It's the, the dad that's going to, after work, I'm going to take the kids to this little competition. Mm -hmm. And it's the other dad who's like, I'm going to take them home. And there's this uncle who's the coach. It's the little communities that get together and be like, we don't have a lot of money. We don't have much, but we want to get our kids off the streets. We want to make sure these kids don't become druggies. We don't, they don't get surrounded by bad people. So what we're going to do, we're going to do organized sport. That's what saves the children. And you know what? In 90% in of the world, that sport that saves children from doing bad shit, yeah. that's football. Mm -hmm. That's the community spirit of it all. These things, these little academies, these little family adventures almost because that's what what that's what it is it, it, it's very family focused they're all financed and yeah i guess they are financed in some way by the little specks of money that are left once the big teams take their share mm. the football pyramid works this way in that you bring in so much money the top leagues bring in so much money that once you divide to the big teams then that money is dispersed 
throughout the entire pyramid of football. The British FA, that's how they do it. They distribute to the Division 2 teams, Division 3 teams, and that's how people survive. Paul Pogba is one of the best players in the world right now. Paul Pogba maybe wouldn't have made it if, you know, there was nobody in Le Havre who, have, who don't have a single bad, good team. They're, their best team plays in Division 2 in France. If nobody cared, if there wasn't a team in Le Havre, mm -hmm. Paul Pogba wouldn't be worth $100 million. But he is now because that's what, because we take care of each other. Clairefontaine, the academy in France, in Paris, that, that's ba it's based there. It takes kids from all over the country, mm -hmm. especially Paris, actually. And pretty much raises them sure that's what it is that's that's what the sport is is relying about reliant about uh, relying on fuck's sake i can't even say it right and if these teams took their money and went somewhere else with it then there's no none of that anymore so you have to basically kill a lot of dreams and there are a lot of things that you know when mom and dad are off to work and they have they don't have money for a nanny to take care of their kids, well, now they can't rely on, you know, their football coach to take the kid back home, you know, and he has a meal and he played he played two hours of football and he gets a proper education from it because sports is an education. All of that dies. Sure. That's what those teams were about to kill. Last point. These teams were willing to do one thing. They're willing to sacrifice most of their market for one thing and one thing only. It's to enter the American market. They've tried, people have tried so hard to sell soccer to mm. America. Mm. It's, it didn't work in the 1970s when they got Pele and Franz Beckenbauer to the New York Cosmos. It didn't work when Beckham went to the, the Los Angeles to Los Angeles Galaxy. It's almost working mm. right now. The MLS is like almost on the cusp of something great. Sure. But if you really want to sell it, you got to adhere to American values, which we brought last time. Uh, I brought up last time when I said the uh, very American thing is to say whatever you got, we got, but we got home, but bigger. Yep. That's what they're trying to do. We let's let's take like the 15 best teams in the world right now and let them play. It doesn't matter if you yeah. win or lose. There's yeah. no relegation. There's nothing. It's just the just, spectacle. Just sheer volume of like great players mm -hmm. and spectacle and whatever. But it doesn't matter. It kills the competition, which is the the value of football. Yeah. And they were willing to do that, to tap into the American market. But you know what? Stick to the purists, man. Stick, because football is the one game in the world where you have more than enough purists to let the game survive. Sure. You have two billion people willing to indulge if uh -huh. you want them to indulge. There's no need. At least the last thing I wanted to say was it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. That's great. Football's unified now more than ever because of that, you know, facing great adversity. Yeah. I mentioned that about Trump a while ago. When you have one big evil thing to fight against for like a while, everybody's united. Yeah, a common cause. It. Falcon and the Winter Soldier did that too. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And so, at least I guess now everybody was united against that. So that's a cool thing. But I expect those people, those people at the top, to be penalized. I expect those teams to be penalized. I hope they get they they are. But maybe the other theory is that they knew it was never going to work. They sure. just wanted to flex their muscle. The UEFA. the UEFA and FIFA yeah. and scare them. I think that's what they wanted to do. And yeah. I guess they got that, even though they really didn't, because that turned out they didn't have leverage. Because yeah. the thing they thought they were like, they were going to fight those teams plus the fans versus the UEFA. And then it turned out that those teams versus UEFA plus the fans. Yeah. The fans were on their yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. They're on UEFA's side. It was a very crooked and bad organization. And they're like, 
Oh, but Man City doesn't want to waste its time playing Borisov or Stal Bucharest. Okay, you're a European team. You know what? If you were trash, they would have forced Stal Bucharest to play against you. That's how it works. For the last, when they re, when they reinvented the Champions League in 1992, one of the big things was like we we're looking for inclusivity here. Mm -hmm. We're not. It's not. You can't just be the one team in your country that goes to play in Europe. No, let's add one thing. If you win this cup, you can play in the Europa League. If you win this cup, you can play in the Europa League. If you win the Champions League, you can replay. If you finish second in your country, play Champions League. Yeah. If you're a good enough country, you can. The, your third team can play. Mm. If you're really good, like England, your fourth team can even play in the Champions League. We're trying to add so many things to get as many people involved because that's, it's the world's game. It really is the world's game. And so... Stop trying to make it American. Make make it worldwide. Keep it worldwide. That's a great thing. It's already good enough. Like, let them have the Super Bowl. It's fine. Let them have the World Series. Just don't take away that thing from us. I told you I'm going to play the whole emotional card. It is factual. Bro, we care about this. I almost fucking... I really blew it out of proportion. <laughs> really blew it. I mean, like, Councilman... I am blowing this out of proportion. For real. I said it, and I did it, and now then, I'm done. And, done. and I rest. But that's that's it. That's all I wanted to say about the the European Super League. But no, no, I, f I feel you, because, like, one of the first things that I saw when I saw the Super League announcement, besides, like, I just thought about it, I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Look, fucking huge teams playing each other every week. That sounds great, you know? I mean, it, I, it sounded like an addition to everything. Yeah. But then I, st I started hearing death of football, death of football, death of football. So I, you know, wanted to hear someone's take on, you know, what it feels to be like, oh, damn, football is about to die? Nah, yeah. bro. So, yeah. They're catering to an audience that's like, uh, what was that video? There's a video of uh, Neil Patrick Harris with his kid watching a, a game, uh, uh, in, a football game, a soccer game. It's like, first soccer game with my kid. Watch, <laughs> go Manchester United. Oh, okay. Like, oh, nice. you're catering to that audience. That's the audience you're catering to, to the casual white American guy. Like, cater to me, to me. I'll, I'll, I'll pay the bucks. Like, okay. I, I, I don't mind. Okay. You want, you want to increase the, the price to watch the Champions League? I'll do it. That's fine. TV rights, that's fine. Sure. People, don't, people are willing to throw so much money yeah. at football just to keep it. Alive. Like what it is yeah, yeah, right sure, now. Sure, sure. There is no need to just... And also, by the way, I love... just love one team that just got introduced into this conversation. And it's too funny. Tottenham Hotspur have not won the league since 1970. Okay? Yeah. How come they got involved when Leicester is more likely to make the Champions League? Leicester has won just as many titles historically. And Leicester won five years ago the, the Premier League in the most upsetting... The, in the biggest upset in the history of sports. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, yeah, if you like, want to talk about big six, like... No, but yeah. aren't the, those the big six and they've always been the big six? That's the thing. There, no, there, it no was, there was never the a six. thing called the big six until recently. It was always the big four. And it was United, Chelsea, okay. Liverpool, yeah, sure. Arsenal. City came into the scene when Sheikh yeah, yeah, Mansour yeah, bought her. Sure. That's fine. You want to add it. Spurs haven't yeah, won like, shit. But like anyone who has like a decent, like a general understanding of the Premier League and, and a vague idea of what teams should be in it will look at those six teams and be like, oh, yeah. That's that's, that's the teams. thing. Except that's Spurs have nothing. No, no, I know, I know, that. I know. But like, like I, they, for example, a person who doesn't necessarily. I mean, I know football now more than I did like three years ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. Three years ago, I would have been like, oh yeah, Spurs fits in the Arsenal, Man City, Man U category. It's just like that. But if I we're guess. gonna do that, okay, then you know who fits more? Everton. Yeah. Everton fits more than Spurs. Uh, yeah, West but like, Ham see, it, do, it doesn't fit the same. Because it sounds it no, no, exactly. It doesn't fit the same. Uh, fucking peak cream of the crop, Tottenham, Liverpool. City, United, yeah. United, it's not that. It's not. Uh, it's all propaganda. Everything's logo isn't sexy enough to be in the pro in the Super but League. Spur, but that's what I'm saying. Spurs is propaganda. The way they got into that thing, top 15 teams in Europe, bro, you're not even like, what are they now? Eighth in the league? 
<laughs> yeah, but like, didn't they make it to the Champions League final like a couple years ago? Yeah. Okay. So Newcastle is in Division Two. Newcastle made it to, to the champion, almost made it to the Champions League final. Yo, man, I'm not gonna start arguing with you with like, like <laughs> for like why Spurs should be in there. I don't fucking. That's know. what I'm saying. Spurs yeah, exactly, don't exactly, deserve sure. it. The, the, of all the, the 15 teams, I'm like at least. Milan and Inter have the history, even though they yeah, kind of yeah, suck. But, but they're uh, actually not; they're top one and two this year. But like up until this year, they've gone ten years being kind of relevant. But like, yeah, facts, but it's Inter and AC Milan. They like, have history, yeah, but they're Milan, bro. Like exactly, normal. Juventus, same shit. Like flagship teams. It okay. makes sense. I look at all those names. But I'm Spurs like, yeah, sure. have less history than Ajax. Sure, Ooh, but like, who gives a shit about Ajax, bro? You're talking about you talk about the 15 teams that are in it supposed to be the big teams title wise name wise whatever and also money wise right what kind of money does ajax have that's in the, comparison if, to if, spurs for example you know what i'm saying like if they're if they want players with big that stakes is, that in is, the Super that's League, what i'm saying put yeah, the spurs in don't that's, they have a big that's stake? actually what i'm saying is that the only thing they have going for them is the yeah. money yeah exactly but and you so, said it's so, all about the money yeah, so I'm like saying, yeah of course they're not yeah. gonna put in everton or whoever who aren't big draws like tottenham are as you say which is very rich coming from Spurs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, Spurs is included in the But, equation. like, these days, like, I'll hear someone versus Spurs, and I'll think that's a big game. I'll think that's a that's a draw right there. Yeah, I guess. That is that is true. What, but that's that's kind of what I feel is killing the game these days. I'm being such an old an old. Ah, it's yeah, fine. Bro. It's fine, man. Football's dying. Purists. I get it. Football fans united, that's what matters. That's what matters. Fuck those rich people. For real. For, like, Americans, just, you have enough money in the NFL and in the NBA. Just don't get involved in this shit, bro. Yeah. It's totally cool. The Glazers, you, you already own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is Tom Brady not enough for you? You need Marcus Rashford? Come on. Just leave <laughs> Bro, they, they buy teams, cripple them in debt, and then they just they and then they just use all their, these profits to use, to, to get real big contracts to their NFL or NBA stars. It's not cool. That's yeah. not how it works. Stan Kroenke owns Arsenal. You know what, what he uses money for? To pay the Denver Nuggets players. <laughs> That's rough, man. That's like... Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Taking out all the John best Henry from the, yeah, FSG, yeah. LeBron James, they own Liverpool. Mm-hmm. They also own the Boston Red Sox. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, sure. like... That's the FSG Fenway Sports. Fenway I, I Park, didn't realize Boston there was a lot of like uh, crossover between ownership and like. Basically, uh, they're not allowed to own more than one sports in franchise one, uh, in, in in the in US. That sport in the US. Okay. Oh, not, okay, like okay. proper from the NFL and MLB and, and, sure. and NBA. Can you own more than one NFL team, for example? No, you can't. Okay. Okay. That, oh yeah, of course. Not. Yeah, yeah, of course. And so, for example, when they want to own different teams, that for example, Stan Kroenke owns the Denver Nuggets, but he doesn't actually own it. It's in his wife's name. Okay, she owns sure. it. But so like, does he own? He owns some other team. I forgot. And in the in in the U.S. And so what they do to invest more in sports? Sure. They go buy teams in Europe. Yeah, sure. I just didn't realize there was a lot of cross crossover. But that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Which Pull sucks. that money from there out of these communities and this shit that you know is supposedly supposed to be reinvested in this space. Yeah. Clubs, fucking communities and shit. They go siphon and, out of it. Yeah, they siphon that the money and, and take Always. it to the states. Bro, I was thinking about ugh, uh, this is such a grim note, but like I, I was thinking about this the other day and uh, you know shit like the patriarchy and established systems and whatever, whatever. Uh, you know, wherever you want to talk about, like whatever area you want to talk about it right now you know like institutional racism wherever pick one about these like pre-established systems that we look at and we think this is garbage we'd like to change it right yeah um i don't know man like i was thinking about like everything in the world like our entire world is just built up on 
shit from the past and we're just trying to reestablish these systems and i completely forgot what i where i was going with this nice like a lot of buzzwords yeah, I know, I know, I know. where did this start a lot yeah. of hashtags okay okay then... no, tell me where it started so i could just like wrap it up i was saying about how they siphoned the money out of the of, out of europe to bring it back to the united states okay and i was saying and you were talking about how like you looking at the patriarchy and all these things that you're trying to you know change <laughs> yeah, okay yeah yeah exactly and you and i had been talking about like uh changes in language in language and people wanting yes, or not sir. wanting to say words or whatever all these institutional changes i forgot where i was going again bro you have to be kidding. <laughs> i'm not kidding i'm so not kidding okay wait no, no. okay um right because all these all the fucking history that we've had in the past has basically established the west mm -hmm. as the west as the uber powerful whatever give a world map to a kid mm -hmm. what the fuck's he gonna pay attention to right the biggest countries or yeah. the smallest countries or whatever. Shit Russia, like that, right? China, Russia US, and China. Canada. You'll be like US, Canada, maybe like Brazil or whatever. Yeah. Be like, yeah, the big countries. But then as you grow from like a five-year-old to a seven-year-old and whatever, you start hearing stories about history and whatever. And your world, your scope becomes smaller. That kid starts recentering and reframing that world map. He doesn't look at it the same way, right? I'm saying the only reason that we look at the world the way we do today is just because of the way that we've been taught to learn the world because of the way that things have been pre-established and whatever and it's kind of sad to see in sports now i guess m people even in the west people from the uk mm -hmm. realizing that oh no these kinds of systems where it's kind of made to like exploit a spot mm -hmm. can also affect them in these places you get what i'm yeah. saying i'm not i'm not here on the vibe of the uk has never been exploited or whatever but like if we're being honest the uk has done the exploiting for most of history you get what <laughs> the i'm saying UK's been really big on exploiting. yeah exactly you get what i'm saying so it's like kind of trippy to see these people being all like oh all of a sudden we want to like americanize the game and whatever westernize it i'm like that's kind of fucking trippy like, yeah i but don't i don't know if my point started and ended in the right place but like no, yeah, sure, no, that was i get no i get right. i get where your point yeah. was just yeah you threw way too many buzzwords but it's fine. It's, to it's totally fine. I get it. Uh, now that you brought in the U the UK being big on exploiting, yeah. Um, I wasn't even gonna talk about this. But <laughs> Where are you going with this? No, we're gonna talk about you when you said institutionalized racism yeah, yeah, and everything, yeah. like all that shit. I have a couple of topics in mind. You know exactly where I'm going with this. I'm black. I'm not gonna kill you. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Let's okay. Now that I threw that, it's not. We're gonna explain in a bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it sounds. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not better than what I mean. It sounds. It's better fine. Than, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's gonna. Fine. You're gonna get it yeah, later. Yeah. What I wanted to talk about right now was uh, speaking of the U.S. being the U.K. being big on exploiting, Rene Jean Page, Roger Jean Page, yeah, yeah, yeah. being the the new. Um, not he wasn't potentially potential. being in the conversation for being the yeah. next Bond. Yeah, sure. and one thing we've already stated many times that you have a, a specific a devotion for like James Bond. Yeah, 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 and your family and everything. Mm -hmm. Now. Uh, last time we were talking about, and you you explained to me how James Bond shouldn't be anything other than white because yeah. he's not he he's not an idea. He's an identity. He's, he's an identity. Yeah, like like the, he's the not Double O Seven. Exactly. Like, you exactly. can make Double O Seven black or whatever. You yeah. can't make James, James Bond, Bond black. Like James Bond isn't something that like we have to prove that it's a rank that people have to earn you get what i'm saying that's not so, you don't have to earn the right to be james bond james bond's just an identity he was born he's in name written, james bond he's he's written as james bond he's written as white people theorize that james bond is just a code name being but that's 007, 007. but whatever yeah. but since that's not an established thing we can't start talking about it that way james bond is an identity of a person a character mm. and that's the way it's written so i mean sure like race bending and whatever is totally fine but it's just the debate about a black bond for the last years has very much been centered around the idea of 
let's have a black bond. You get what I'm saying? And that's not the conversation that y'all... Today, we look at Roger Jean... Pe- I don't know how to say his name. Roger, Roger Jean, Jean Page. Page, right? Being a potential uh, choice for the next Bond. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, that's genius. That's, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, he looks... He, looks, I was like, he I was fits like, the bar. Yeah, I was like, I haven't even seen Bridgerton. I just seen that he'd been... Uh, that he left it for season two or whatever. And I saw maybe one comment that said something about James Bond or whatever. And I was like, that clicked. Tima, Tima a friend of ours, shout out Tima. Yeah watched bridgerton she, she was did, like yeah. bruh like this dude she sees it she's like this dude looks too suave yeah 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 so everyone him him being in that conversation right now like it makes a lot of sense and it's mm-hmm. it's it's being it's being done in a much better way than f- fans and people in the online conversation regarding like the casting of idris elba as james bond like that was too centric on... it feels less like fan service yeah like even idris elba himself was like i'm not enjoying the way that people are having this conversation about my potential casting oh, here's a bond. token black actor yeah he was like play. guys like are we gonna make the whole thing about my being black or are we gonna make it about my potentially being, being bond you yeah. know like what are we talking about right now and today we look at original pitch I can't. I still can't. Roger Jean Page. Roger Jean Page. Because like it's so French. French. I want to say Roger Jean Page. You know, yeah. like that's how I want to say it. But it's like I don't know. Is he British? Yeah. Okay. So Roger Jean Page. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the conversation's like different. It's it's less the the being black part. It's more the being Bond part. Mm-hmm. And that's why did you want to talk about this anyway? Oh yeah. yeah, just it was super dumb. But uh, <laughs> basically, when you when when the whole um, when 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 that news. Uh, leaked and you came over and we're talking about it i remember one thing uh i i mentioned that basically if if they're gonna try to make james bond anything other than black yeah any wow anything other than white it's to um symbolize the change that the uk has been going through so like what what feels like to be british now is different than from when james bond the 007 series was written yeah of course so you and also every iteration of yeah. Bond has tried to mirror. Yeah, but if you're going to do that, if you're going to like represent a minority to like that represents what it feels like to be British these yeah. days, there is one minority that kind of trumps black in the UK. Yeah, probably. Indians. Exactly. James Bond should be Indian. I mean, if, if, yeah, if he's going to be anything other mean, than white, yeah. James Bond should be should Indian. Should be Indian. Like, you want, uh, like uh, that's why you said be... like the UK has been pretty big on exploiting other people? Yeah, the UK has been really big on exploiting <laughs> India. It's like that's... That, that's a great vibe. They, they, that in their history, they loved it, bro. R.I.P. R.I.P. Philip. But he remembers a time when <laughs> he remembers it. He, Philip was very aware of. What was yeah, Philip was very much aware of what was going on bro. in India back in the day. Bro, okay? the UK took the piss with India, bro. Like genuinely did not care about any. So, like, if we're gonna play. Hey, if, Olympics. If, yeah, yeah. If, if people really do want to go on the whole vibe of, oh, yeah, James Bond's been a franchise that has changed and evolved throughout the ages. The longest running UK Seriously, media franchise. That and Doctor Who. That and Doctor Who. But, like, movie franchise, it's, like, the longest one ever. So that has changed and reflected the times time and time again, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever. You change actors, you the change the tone, the, you change uh, it all. Bond girls, for example. The, ch- the evolution. Of, you look at every aspect of the Bond movies, and they change with the times. They are meant to be reflective of, of the, UK the UK culture. The like, time. James Bond is supposed to be... The the most like one of the most iconic british figures in history actually. yeah in, in 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 like fictional history i suppose yeah. right so yeah they've used him as a template of this is the uk this is what 
we this is this the best is of- what every UK guy wishes he was exactly Aston Martin, exactly. The, exactly the girl is her Majesty Secret Service that's exactly right so if you go from the last casting of James Bond probably around 2005 2004 or five something yeah. like that came out in 2006 with Casino Royale Daniel Craig white guy tough kind of like fit the whole 2000s aesthetic of like I'm not I'm not talking UK culture but like at least the movies like he fit that and whatever yeah. So if you want to recast the new Bond these days and you want to go on the vibe of, okay, let's make this quote unquote more woke. Let's make an Indian dude who's got anxiety. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, like I, I, at the, I at this point truly expect some like, uh, Major like, a, like, a, like, a pre, like a James Bond prequel series or something where it's just James Bond in college dealing with his like mental health issues, you know, like yeah. anxiety and shit like that. And institutionalized racism. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know like, like, Oxford, like James Bond tackling the issues that like that matter th- that today yeah. matter. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the conversation that people are having, I so expect at this point, like, okay, I think, okay. This isn't even on the Bond thing, but this is still very UK. This is very UK, and I even thought about this, and I thought if I ever have a chance to sit down with, like, an executive or whatever, someone who can, like, fund a project of mine, right? <laughs> Just give me cash. <laughs> like, so- someone who's, like, not, not, like, fund a project of mine. Someone who comes up to me and is, like, what's your pitch? You know, like, what's your pitch for a project? Bullshit me something. Exactly, right? A movie, show, book. My investment teacher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same pitch. Same, same vibe. I want someone who's going to look at me and Ten minutes? That. And like one dollar in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need, bro. Like, yeah. like all I want is like that one conversation, one yeah. elevator pitch. That's it. So I, I've already thought to myself, if I ever get the chance to like do that, because mm. genuinely, out of all the ideas that I've had, that like most of them come out like half-assed and like shitty. Genuinely, I look at this one and I'm like, no, no. Like, if I got to pitch this, this man would accept, and I would probably get to do this. My pitch for basically it would be a tv show or like it's not a series of movies it would be a tv show it's just a modern reboot of you don't i don't know if you know this the famous five written by i don't know how to say his name enid or enid blayton no it's this it's this kind of like it's very uk group of like five cousins slash friends who like go off on like summer adventures and whatever and with solve dogs crimes. and solve crimes in an agatha christie kind of way yeah. or whatever and I thought to myself, genuinely, today, if you recast, you did the famous five and recast them, and not because it's obligatory or whatever. You cast Brockhampton. You basically cast <laughs> Brockhampton as the famous five. You'd have like a culturally significant show that could talk to audiences that aren't just adults or kids or whatever that could kind of transcend it all. BPC, while also being edgy in the way that like today's culture likes and whatever and yeah i'm not going to go on the whole pitch but it's basically a reimagining of the famous five today that is reflective of today's culture but like yeah if you want to do james bond reflected of today's culture and you want it to get woke get riz you wouldn't cast necessarily cast a black actor you cast fucking riz ahmed bro you cast riz ahmed hey i just want to say on the ramadan vibes the oscars are in like six hours or whatever mm-hmm. and riz ahmed is the first Muslim actor to be nominated as, as uh, best lead actor in a film, which means no that shade thrown at Rami Malek, by the way. Shit. <laughs> no, yeah, wait. So no, there is not, some. No, no, Rami Malek is not Muslim. Oh, okay. He's just Arab. Oh. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I ben just Boozle. assumed because he's Egyptian. Exactly. So I just always assumed that other Egyptian. See, see, such see? a cultural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, I, there's like, so much. Educate yourself about. Hey, biases, biases, biases yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Even about our own. Exactly. Yeah, our own people. Mom. Bro, you want to talk about our people? 
Let's talk about how apparently we're all colonizers, us Arabs living in. Oh America. my God, are we that talking is... about the Twitter f- Twitter beef that we Bruh. have with some? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Some this boys is... in the states. Yeah, you know what? Finish your Reza Ahmed bit because I'm gonna go. Yeah, on yeah, this. yeah. Basically, cast Reza Ahmed because uh, he's like the first. No, just on the Ramadan Muslim vibes. Yeah. Holy God vibes. Okay, I'm gonna be praying tonight for this. Yeah. Uh, Riz Ahmed is uh, the first Muslim actor to be nominated as a best lead actor in a film, which means that if he won, he'd be the first Muslim, Muslim. actor to win a best lead actor and whatever. So I'm just saying, you know, bless up Riz Ahmed, a fucking legend. And yeah, cast that man as James Bond. You showed me his latest IMDb pick, him in a suit looking all yeah, you nice like and trimmed you, beard. I, and I stuff. get him on gear. I'm like, I get him, I get him on gear for six months. Yeah, do some, yeah, yeah. Do some like workout for real. Eat yeah. bison. Yeah. Bruh. I, I, yeah. I can get him swole enough to, to play James 100%. Bond. 100%. And or maybe, be... no, maybe play an anxious James Bond. Play whatever James Like, play the James Bond that they want to write for today. I'm not saying, like, by the way, you probably wouldn't actually make him, like, Indian Indian. You get what I'm saying? You make like, him he, British. You, he's British. He's a British character. It's just that. Rizamad like, is a British guy. Yeah, he's exactly. He would still be a British character. You know, like, still write James Bond. It wouldn't be an idea of, like, oh, I'm writing uh, second a- generation Indian immigrant James Bond. I'm writing James Bond. Write fucking James Bond and just cast Rizamad in it. Yeah. And don't make. As in, don't write a right James. <laughs> don't, wa- don't write don't a white James Bond right. and then cast Rizamad. Cast. <laughs> right a james bond just that and casper's i it doesn't fucking matter his heritage oh That's actually i was about to say his heritage doesn't matter to the character but like if we're saying james bond is an identity yeah whatever. but at the same time oh, like yeah, don't, don't, don't make don't make, don't make his entire personality based on the, yeah, the fact that yeah, he's indian yeah, like make okay. him yeah you know multi he's yeah. got multiple layers in his personality yeah indian is not just it you Basically, know indian is his identity not his personality that's also one thing uh yeah when it comes to like race and and characters and whatever honestly i think the easiest way to approach things is to just accept that brah it's not that deep don't make it too deep sure like don't make um just don't make any topic about personalities and whatever way too deep because you know what if you want people to relate to a character Uh uh-huh Bro, like, we all have our own questions about our identities. And this is the point of the podcast. Like, this is like, oh, the Western Arab podcast. You're not Arab enough to for an Arab country. You're not Western enough for the Western world. Yeah. That's fine. But, like, even we are self-aware enough about this. But, like, it's not that deep. I don't think about this 24-7. Yeah, My life yeah, is not. If I'm going to make a movie of an hour it's and a half an about a character, crisis. it's yeah, not yeah. an hour and a half of just me being like, what am I? Am I yeah, Indian yeah, or British? Yeah. Am I? No, no, it's fine. No. Think about a couple of, have a nice little segments about mm-hmm. it. Ten minutes. That's it. That's it. Show yeah. something else. Sure. If the only thing I could bring to the table is the fact that I'm, I don't know, I'm conflicted about whether, like, am I Arab enough? For, like, where is my Arabness going? Bruh, like, that's not a personality, you know? I have other shit to deal with, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, my religion and my identity is not the only thing that matters. You know, I matter <laughs> my qualifications, my, you know, what I like. Yeah. Don't make it too deep. That's all I'm saying. It's not yeah, that deep. Yeah, but look, the, yeah, it's, it's, the, the thing about making it too deep is just because as soon as people talk about identity, people want to find one word to describe theirs. So yeah. it's like if we describe Riz Ahmed's potential James Bond, whatever, people would be like, identity, Indian. And then that's it. That's where it stops, you know? Like people mm-hmm. um, on Falcon and the Winter Soldier's finale, he talks about uh, labels such as terrorist and thug and whatever are really easy ways to like stop people from asking the questions of why. Why are these people yeah. doing these things? I forgot what I was saying. Oh, it was about the labels. Um, I, I said about Indian, right? Okay, uh, right. So these labels, right? So if, if we start asking the question of identity in James Bond and whatever, 
and don't resign ourselves to the idea that we have to like use one word to describe his identity mm-hmm. you can start to ask like the, the sort of question why you can start to give it more things and elaborate and whatever and stop making it such a, a focal point so yeah. centered around the the, the uh, just one where thing. he's from that one part of his identity you know yeah. what i'm saying that's one part of your identity it's but not it all of it so exactly much... you're muslim you're arab you're studied abroad. Studied I did. Abroad, I did science. I did like th- just different. It's a, a lot of things. Of it's, all yeah, these it's things. Just... And it's like yeah, when someone asks you your and identity, and when you add it all up, what does it make? It makes Aziz. Exactly. Like, it doesn't that's, make. There an is Arab no and... easy way of like describing. It's your identity, it, yeah. Man. But yeah, that's sure. what I'm trying to say when I say like if whenever when it whenever it, the question of race or whatever is tackled, and I'm it, I'm not talking about racism. That is a very different thing. Uh-huh. Like racism is one thing yeah. when they ta- tackle that in a, in a movie or a biopic or whatever. It is very different than tackling the question of identity and race yeah. for the person, like seeking personal growth. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the same as combating yeah. Complete different story. racism. Yeah. Okay. For that second thing, don't make it too deep because you know what? I honestly, as the audience, I wouldn't relate too much to that. It was like, I, I, I would never hyper-focus on one point about my identity. Like I have so many other things that just, if I would, if, for example, if I would make a movie about you for an hour and a half, yeah. the question of your relationship with, Islam yeah. would not make the whole full hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say I want to say one thing because you've, you've had the opportunity to bring up Rami yourself, uh, mm. the show. I haven't yet, so I'm going to bring it up. Rami, great show. Go watch it. Um, <laughs> in that show, fuck, I forgot where I was going with this. How do I keep... What is this? It's this the the fasting sluggishness. It's horrible, <laughs> man. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with it. But sorry, what were you saying right before that? The whole, if I would make a movie about you. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Rami, if you had to pitch Rami to someone, it's uh, you'd say it's like a, it's a Muslim man struggle with Islam, kind of, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you could be like a Muslim immigrant to America, whatever. Elaborate however you like, basically. But make it, it one right? line. It's it's like it's a Muslim struggling with his faith. It's a Muslim in the U.S. Faith, struggling with, with his faith, right? Like yeah. his relationship to his faith, right? Sure, that show essentially is all about religion, and I'm going to go recommend it to like every Muslim or halfway religious person in the world. I'm going to recommend it to Arab. everyone, or any Arab or whatever, you know? But that's the thing. That show, even despite the fact that it's about like a Muslim, isn't just about Islam. Like the whole thing, it covers different aspects of his life and different parts of it, like where, where his struggle his or his jo- looking ch- for jobs. You it's, know? it's other stuff as, at the same time. You, exactly, that's that's it. It's just not the super hyper focused on one thing kind of thing. So that's I, that's I think a decent representation of uh, an exploration of identity and yeah. faith and whatever. It's it, yeah. The point you, the point about the the Falcon when he said those labels, labels but yeah. we don't ask the why i'm not gonna go about the whole why thing but mm-hmm. it's like you you want to put a label because it makes it to fit more yeah, yeah much more nicely in your brain yeah so like i can compartmentalize and like oh that's um i don't know like when i watch a movie about whoever's whoever what, going through a crisis for his identity for example barack obama barry i look at barry and i'm like oh that's easy he's not black enough to be black but he's not white enough to be white that's his entire thing mm. but if you look closer into the movie, it's much more than that. You know, it's a re- relationship with his father. It's a relationship with his mom. It's how he's going to, what he wants to do with his career. Yeah. Relationship with weed, actually, even yeah. so. His relationship with smoking, the girlfriends he had through college, they made an amalgam of every single girl he Barack Obama dated back in the day before Michelle, and they put, made one girl out mm-hmm. of it. It's when he went to, so many things. Yeah. When you watch Barry, it's not just about black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about Barry. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you're going to make... <laughs> Back to the point. If you're gonna make a Bond movie, make a Bond movie. 
Make it about Bond. It's, it's a spy movie. Yeah, it's, it's a not spy an identity. Movie. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Either way, in this whole conversation, but see, that's the thing about casting. We're gonna wrap up the James Bond talk in like a second yeah. here. Yeah, uh, that's the thing about talking about casting like a racially diverse uh, actor in the James Bond role mm-hmm. is that that conversation about the casting mm-hmm. is only gonna be had outside of the movies. Yeah. The movies can't address that. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to be like, oh, Daniel Craig was a white, bi- white guy. Idris Elba right now is a black James Bond. Like, no one in in universe mm-hmm. is going to address the fact that it's like a racially diverse Bond. You, gonna, you can't make it a movie about identity because it's a spy movie. Yeah. Right? So that's the thing about this casting is that any way you slice it, it's a conversation that's going to be had outside of the movies themselves. So anyone who, like, there will never be one unified point around it. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's I pretty much it. it. Let's wrap up this James Bond okay. talk, even though, like, yeah, bless up uh, Riz Ahmed. Bless Hope up, he was, wins that Oscar. Yeah, I've get never... us for all of us Muslim, for, for all our Muslim brothers. Yeah, man, keep uh, help us dream, bro. Help us dream. One dollar in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> you said it two days yeah, ago, man, and I, I can't, know, I can't it was, stop It was really good. It. Got a dollar in a dream. It's too good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so let's go back uh, to the whole We were saying, yeah, 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 the colonial vibes. Yeah. Apparently, we're not African. Apparently, we're colonizers, boys. Bruh, Excuse like, me? If you're Algerian or Tunisian or Libyan, Moroccan or Egyptian? Masri, bruh. Actually, you're not African. Yeah, man. You're not. Apparently, we're not, apparently, we're not Middle Eastern either or whatever, but appar- we're not African. Apparently, bro. what's his name? Fig Newsom from, <laughs> from Atlanta, is Georgia, is telling me that I'm not African bruh, enough for him. How'd that Okay, let me explain. This is like Bruh, recently they the the the, the BLM BLM finally had the W it needed. With yeah, Derek yeah, Chauvin, yeah, yeah. The I Derek mean, Chauvin trial. Yeah, a right? W, however, you know, a struggle and uh, more, more, always, more oh, challenges along the way and whatever. Yeah, but it's yeah, a W. No, because like I'm just saying, every statement that I heard about this W was like, oh yeah, despite the fact that this is a win, you know, hell yeah, put your fist up, this is a win. We still got. We still have a lot to. Yeah, I just wanted to. You know. Yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. But yeah, but definite like, W. Celebrate sure. your W. Sure, yeah, of course. I, for one, uh-huh. have been. You know what? The one thing, the one thing about e-activism that I was, that I agreed with is like, you know what? Call out the people you care about when it comes to their biases, you know? Have those tough conversations. Facts. I went, you know, we we all got racism back home, you know? Like, you have a grandpa, he's racist. It's fine. If if your grandpa's still alive, he's racist. Don't even try (laughs) to tell me otherwise. Facts, he came from a different time, okay? If your grandpa is 85, let me do the math, he's born in 1936. You know what? When he was nine, Hitler was still alive. Facts, that's what, it is what it is, okay? So different, different vibes. Uh-huh. So there's definitely going to have some. Sure, and you're familiar. like, okay, I'm not going to change them. Like it's too late. Right. Yeah. They only got like what? 24 hours left before. They <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Jokes, 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 jokes. Right, I thought you were just going to say some reasonable about like two years or something. <laughs> <laughs> two years. I mean, come on, bro. I, bro. With the luck we have last time we said, is it a flip? A Phillips? I don't know what. <laughs> two weeks later. <laughs> flip went down, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. He flipped big time. What do you want about? Like, we mentioned one thing about Philip, bro. I hope to God this podcast does not blow up. What are you on about? This podcast blows up. Next thing you know, we mentioned someone who's pretty big. Joe Biden. Busman Biden. If if Busman Biden goes down before the end of 2021, we're in big big trouble. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, you guys, you're hoaxing everyone. Hey, we will be the men who took down joe biden though yeah not that hard to do if it's you've seen the state of him like, honestly yeah, like bro. dude can't even stand up straight it's... what the fuck are we talking about here? <laughs> bro have you seen his struggle last time bro no is there more yeah <laughs> is there more 
another episode of <laughs> Bro, from A to Z. <laughs> another episode of Waste Man by Done. That is that is the energy. It's like the fourth episode where we talk yeah, about like Waste we did the stairs. Okay, so we did the speech recently. There was like whatever happened. Okay, something. By happened. the way, he said he was going to tax the rich. Did you see that? Tax yes, sir, or the rich. I, I I don't care. I don't care. Okay, that's not the point I'm making. Yeah. At some point, he was talking about American flags being desecrated. Okay. Yeah, he forgot to add L to American flags. You already know what's going with this. It's on camera. American. <clears throat> Take flags, remove L. No way he said that. Yes, sir. <laughs> so wait, so wait. You already know where he's going. But like, What a slip up, bro. Yeah. So he's just... <laughs> By the way, he corrected like one second and he was smiling. He knew where he was. <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, ah, oh, y'all saw that, right? <laughs> <laughs> ah, love you, Biden. <laughs> you crusty oh, old man like seriously we didn't expect to be enjoying this presidency <laughs> having a fucking blast bro, a blast, bro. Man. Uh, <laughs> biden coming in with his zingers every day i had to drop the french one man uh, <laughs> you slappers man yeah, what's slappers. Up? <laughs> so anyhow let's go what, what i what i mentioned yeah i said yeah bro we said philip he died right, right, biden right, right, if he right. dies yeah, yeah, yeah. so Bro, my luck with with people. Now I mentioned grandpas. I, mine is alive. Alhamdulillah. Wish him. It was his birthday yeah. uh, two two days ago. It was, it was my mom's birthday. Was your, two days same ago. day. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Damn, cool. I guess we're cool linked, bro. Hey. Yeah. Yo, you and I were meant to be friends. Yeah. You and I were in Libya at the same time. Yes, what, sir. What were we? The how old were we back? Five, five, five. Yeah. yeah, we never met though. Yeah, met you like what? Ten, seven. It's thirteen year old friendship, bro. How how many years after Libya did I meet you? Five years. Five years after yeah. Thanos, bro. Thanos. It, uh, we're Thanos straight up, straight away. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess when I was in Libya, I Small never world. would have seen myself being friends with a fool like you, bro. bro. I would have never seen myself being friends with you. The only reason why we're friends is because you came to London. Bro, well. don't even fuck with me right now, bro. You were like begging to be my friend for like two bro, years. Bro, don't even don't fib even yourself. Start, don't even fib yourself, bro. Bro. Don't start with me. Don't even start with bro, me. Bro, I was higher in the pecking order. I was... <laughs> Excuse me! Excuse me! <laughs> Guys, okay, 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 okay. Let's let's knock it off for a second. Knock it off, bro. Okay, let's let's let's. Wait, wait. It. I want to get back to the to the Twitter feud we were having with. Yes, uh, sir. Yeah, with Black so, America. But, even though that, f- am I gonna get canceled for staying? Because, like, okay, I just want to establish one thing. Our ops in this situations in this situation are African Americans. Yeah, it's not. I didn't fucking choose this. I, I didn't, didn't choose, choose my they opponent. Pick, they okay? they picked the fight with us. So like, what am I supposed to do? I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna say yeah. You're right. You know what? This is the yeah, thing. And wait, wait, wait. No, no. Also, uh, our enemies in this case aren't Black Americans generally. They're just very specifically a couple. Yeah, of there's black a Americans niche. Yeah, there's a niche. There's a niche That's subsection it. of Twitter is uh, African American Twitter who think that because people decided to validate their experiences mm-hmm. over the last year for BLM and everything and yep. people have had people like me had those tough conversations with adults and grandparents and be like no bro check your racism this is how the world is like these people have been suffering for I don't know how long and it's time for them for us to claim that they were completely in the right and what happened to them is completely wrong we've done that for an entire year yeah. and the and it got to these dudes egos for real <laughs> they 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 thought you're like you know what maybe we are the greatest thing since life, right? <laughs> that's what. That's what some. Okay, some so people... wait, so wait. What went? What went down? Remind okay, me. Okay, so recently they moved. They moved um, a couple of. I don't fucking care about Egypt, but they moved a couple of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They opened uh, the new museum. To a new museum, exactly they in moved, Cairo. They had so a they did whole this parade. Like, it was beautiful gorgeous. parade. Yeah, yeah. For once, you look at it and you're like, you know what? Proud to being Arab yeah, yeah, for yeah. real. Like yeah, you saw. Did you see that parade? It yeah, looked it was amazing. Gorgeous, man. Egypt was so prideful. I'm like, hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Like everything was great, and you're like. Air pride, mm. African pride. Yeah, African pride. African bro. pride. And then some people was like, this this 
uh, this African-American chick was like, can white people stop desecrating our, our, our mummies or whatever? I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. So now we have a friend, like a, uh, a mutual on Twitter yeah. was like, yeah, yo, bro, like, what are you talking about? She's Egyptian, the mutual in question. So you're like, white people, like, I'm Arab, you, I'm African, what do you want about? Like, yeah, you're not yeah, Egyptian. Yeah. This, 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 this is our dead body. This is my shit right this here, This is like, my bag, it's yeah, not bro. yours. Like, like yeah. it's not, anyhow, so they start talking shit, and so they go and, and attack you know, uh-huh. they go full attack. On yeah, her. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, bro, I'm not going to see an Arab sister fe- uh-huh. like go down like that. Yeah. So I asked the cavalry, yeah. you mainly you, Sarah, and Sidney like, was like, bro, let's pounce. Go okay? back it up right now. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> like, this is a street fight. The street always wins. Yes, sir. But we're also going to win this time. So I start attacking again. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? She's Arab. Uh-huh. She's African. She's from Egypt. Yeah. Y'all from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Or New Jersey. That is not in Africa, my guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, New-, New Orleans is not in Nigeria. <laughs> That's it's not that difficult to understand. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> African American is not the same thing as African. You know why? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm African. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, and there's one dude- thing. There's one thing about this entire debate, right? Where like, I don't even look at them and go, "You're not African." No, no, no. I but, went. I, okay, no, so I go, go fully. Oh, I don't uh, go there because I don't know how to justify that point. But if I, I know how to justify it very simply. Okay, they started it. it first. They sure. started invalidating my African. How did they invalidate? Our they told me I'm not African. I'm an. I'm a colonizer. Okay, yeah. I'm a product. I'm a byproduct of white white people colonizing. I'm like, okay, first of all, check your ego, bro. Like we've been here for six for fourteen hundred years, uh-huh. right? Like we said, this Ramadan we're using the Muslim calendar. It's what, fourteen thirty, fourteen fifty? I don't know. I never mind. Never mind. I was mind, about to mind. say sixteen, bro. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, no. It's fourteen. It's fourteen. It's fourteen hundred something. something. Okay, we've been here for like twelve hundred years at the very least. Uh-huh. Okay, Arabs have been in Africa for a long time, my guy. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's that. Also. They didn't take into consideration that there were a lot of people, a lot of communities who emigrated from other places in the world from millennia ago mm-hmm. to come to Africa. Okay? Yeah. And these people look white. Berber, for example. Amazir. Yeah. yeah. My mom has that. In, these people look white as hell. Yeah. But they're African. Their history in Africa dates back from mm-hmm. like older. It's yeah, older man. than some black African civilizations, bro. Is, is Egypt the oldest African civilization? That's probably I'm not, not accurate. Com- I think, I think, I think there's one in Mali, but I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not completely sure. Yeah. But, there's, like, but it's one of the oldest it, <laughs> African there. fucking civilizations it's that, ever. Like, how are you looking at mummies and, and going and like, white people desecrating get, our culture? And like, this isn't your culture. That's well, the thing. That's the thing. Pharaohs are not like the people who lived in Egypt back in the in day. In fact, pharaohs are, aren't. Are, <laughs> they aren't Arab, you know? Yeah, but, that's, but that's fine. That's totally fine. You know what? Phoenicians weren't, aren't Lebanese. Yeah, yeah, you know? It's totally cool. Yeah. Bro, I live ten. I in Tunisia. I live ten minutes away from Carthage. Okay, okay, okay sure, sure. But Am where's I not, this point going? Yeah. Okay, that's the thing. Is that at some point we're like, bro, we did not attack them for anything. They start attacking us, yeah. and they start invalidating my experience as an actual African yeah. who was born in Africa, mm-hmm. raised in Africa, mm-hmm. and knows actual African people. These dudes know nothing. Sure. These are the type of people who actually would not be welcome in Africa. Okay. The yeah. fact that fact. I, this is not a racist or unwoke take. Yeah. Just because you got black skin does not mean you're completely welcome in Africa because you know what, who you represent when you enter the pass when you show your passport? Uh-huh. The United States. Yeah. You do not represent Africanness. Mm-hmm. These are the people who watch Black Panther once and be like, you know what? Let me gatekeep Africa from everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Wakanda's not real, bro. Yeah, start talking to me about how, And so how is your African passport. Yeah. You don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> you have a US passport. Okay? You don't have a Nigerian, Cameroonian, or Ghanaian passport. 
I have a Tunisian passport. Guess what country is at the northernmost of Africa? Tunisia. I don't care if you say I'm not African. You're not, you're not allowed to invalidate. It's just as racist as calling a black person not American, mm -hmm. an African-American person not American because they're black. Yeah. It's, the, it's just it's the same. Oh, shit. Facts. We did just get like... Uh called out for like being non-black africans exactly and up. then the dude who tried to defend this used a term that i'm not gonna say J take the n-word and add oid you know human humanoid you know exactly what i'm where it's going that term is along with caucasoid uh, and uh. mongoloid one of three terms that were used in the 1800 in the 18th century he was talking about phenotypes though phenotypes yeah those are racist outdated mm -hmm. and insensitive terms that have been disproven mm -hmm. because that was back in the day 200 years ago when people thought that the human race was actually divided into three races mm -hmm. okay but it's not it really nah, isn't exactly it's a, there is no people such. people come from polynesia look black you know why because that's that's what they look like you okay. know because that's where their area you know is compared to the ecuador ecuador to equator equator i think okay that's how the, just that's that's how it works okay melanin that's how melanin works that doesn't mean they're african okay yeah. and if you want to get keep africa because someone was like because you your ancestry faced what is one of the great injustices of recorded human history which is the slave trade well i'm sorry but what does that got to do with invalidating my africanness what does that got to do with me living and being born and being raised and having a completely legitimate African experience. And you come in here, you lived in New Jersey your entire life. You've never been to an African country. And you come tell me that I'm not African? Come on, man. We're, we're supposed to be better than that. Fact of the matter is, for an entire year, we've had these tough conversations. Yeah. I lived in the Middle East yeah. during the BLM yeah. riots. Didn't stop me from going to, going to, like I said, people from my family who, by the way, I'm not gonna name an old ass person. My family was like, you know what? I don't get the problem with segregation. And I was like, no, bro. Here, let me explain why it's wrong. Uh -huh. Because yeah, coming from a different generation, two generations ago, yeah, 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 that's yeah, how bro, people are biased. Time, different shit. The person who said this didn't go to school. Like, what do you want? What do you expect? Uh -huh. Yeah, this is a different world. Yeah. And so I go have these tough conversations on behalf of the African American community, who, by the way, I have no, like, no real ties. With. No real ties yeah. with. And the entire internet does the same. And then you leverage that, you know, that, 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 that outcry, that just, you know, that rallying around you and your struggle to come and tell me that yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not from where I am yeah. because apparently I'm an Arab colonizer. Bruh, if we colonize, <laughs> look, some guy was like, um, man, that's the funniest one. Some dude. I, I absolutely flexed my elitism on him. Some dude ca came up to me and on on the, on the tweets and told me um, he screenshotted my location because I, I, I was tweeting from London, obviously. Sure. And so he's like, yeah, I can clearly see you're not in Africa now. Oh. And I'm like, well, it's a great thing that some of us have enough money to go afford studying abroad, right? Like yeah. some of us can actually Scott do that. Is this man for no reason. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, no, they all, they all went yeah, at me. Yeah, no, of course And then I know there's it. a brother from Ghana. Yeah. I'm like, okay. What do you say? African brother, he's definitely going to get He's got to back you up, of course. He's going to back me up. Yeah, yeah. Right? Africans, like we just beat no. them in the African Cup of Nation. Well, Tunisia was in the African Cup of Nation. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. repeat, African <laughs> nation. How many times has uh, Egypt won? Seven times. <laughs> Tunisia? Once. But we should have won like <laughs> three, four lame. times. Lame. Bruh, Cairo's bigger than Tunisia. That's not fair. What's okay? your point? 
if I have 120 million people that play like Tunisians, bro, we made it to the final many times. Like, tr trust me, multiply our population by 12, we beat Wait, no, nah, okay, let's not let's start not with get, the whole multiply. Not... You're going to say, uh, you, you know I'm going to say China. You know I'm going to say China. Okay, but Or wait, like India but wait, or whatever. But hugely because, but because, but because they got other shit to take care of. Like, they oh, got they have other shit to take care of? Yeah, like, cricket, me, other... for example, in India. They're the best in the world at it because they yeah, focus sure, on other things. If all of India focused on football, they would trounce everyone. Do you think so? Yeah, it's a numbers game. Or It's a numbers game. It's look at the best countries in the best football countries yeah, in yeah, Europe yeah, sure, sure. outside that's of fair, Holland that's fair, that's fair. are the biggest ones. Still, Germany, I mean, France, if England. If you say y'all should be winning more than like one, y'all better win. Uh, bro, against Senegal last time was it was rigged. But anyhow, uh, yeah, like, excuses. Go ahead, Ben Askren fight was rigged too. Eat my ass, bro. <laughs> anyhow, bottom line. So like this guy from Ghana starts telling me about how I should educate myself and go read a book. Yeah. About African. Yeah. The the African continent, and I was like. Bro, I went to Imperial. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you really? You, I was like, you finally the, did it. You did it like I for finally, real once. Finally, yeah, for yeah, once, one time, I was like, actually went, nah, dude, I'm at Imperial. Go fuck I, yourself. I was like, I, I don't So the way I answered, I was like, I don't know about your uh, educational background, <laughs> but I know for a fact that I went to the second best university in the world <laughs> in the field that I wanted to study. Yeah. So maybe you might check your ego before coming at me with education. Because like, my library beats yours. Like this is a dick like this is a dick measuring contest. Yeah. Mine's bigger than yours, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Which and I'm Yeah. Facts. It's massive. Yeah, yeah. Massive schlong. <laughs> Absolutely. Packing shit up here, brother. Drag dragging an anchor, bro. <laughs> every time. But that's the thing. It just pissed me off. The invalidation, the, the entitlement of people who never went to Africa to come gatekeep it because they watch Black Panther. Miss me with that. New Orleans is not in Nigeria, bro. That's it. That's it. It's totally like you can't tweet at me from Atlanta, Georgia, and go tell an Egyptian girl who was born, raised, lived in Egyptian and is eat Egyptian. Wow, mm, mm, mm. Egypt and is proud of her heritage yeah. and her culture yeah. at a time where people are facing so many bad things. The one thing we get to see and witness as Arabs and be proud of, you come and just ruin the party. Yeah. You just crash it Seriously. where nobody asked you. Buzzkills, bro. Absolute buzzkills. Fucking lame. Seriously, not even. Bro, that was a hate crime. I don't care what people <laughs> say. That was a hate crime. Denying our ex our heritage, hate crime. Yeah, no, I'm not going to start calling it a hate crime. But, uh, yeah, bullshit. It's out, it's absolute bullshit. Like, oh, yeah, wait, bro. actually, not, uh, actually on the same fucking wave. Uh, Biden recently talked about uh, the, uh, you know, uh, apparently before they wouldn't call it the Armenian, the Armenian genocide. Yeah. But like he called it a genocide. That's one thing, right? And what, are the, what, are you, what do you call that? Like uh, when eventually... They, for example, started rec recognizing the Holocaust. Reparations? Not reparations. Uh, probably, I'm just uh, going to go recognition. Oh, uh, memory? Something along those lines, right? Like um, Memoire. In French, we say la mémoire. Just yeah, yeah, la mémoire. Okay, okay. Basically, yeah, no. So Biden just going, like, uh, recognizing that uh, and being on that wave of, like, yeah, sure, recognition. And these people just being on a completely different wave of, like, fuck that. We're just going to start marginalizing people who... I don't know, man. They didn't, have... e they didn't even have ground to stand on, exactly. and they kept fucking bitching. They pulled. The <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, but like. No, I okay. <laughs> so we're gonna have a a, glass, a guest soon enough. It <laughs> <laughs> was such a horrible way to introduce her. Holy no, shit. you know what? You know what? Scrap that. So yeah, you were, they were bitching. No, no, it's cool. It's cool, bro. We're totally leaving this in. I'm just gonna censor the name. <laughs> <laughs> You'll she know. won't even know it's her, bro. Basically, yeah, this girl's entire move is like she. When you say pulling a, 
yeah, whatever. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. That means you still argue. You argue when you have no like to stand yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and that's exactly what they did. <laughs> Shit, those. We're gonna have her as a guest soon enough. Bro. Yeah, yeah, that, that's gonna happen soon enough. So that's gonna be dope. But um, yeah, bro, if you wanna play Pain Olympics, bro, like Arabs, like it's early, early, early podcast vibes. Me yeah. and you talking is like Arabs, like consistently. Yeah, we've been shit on g- consistently. <laughs> yeah, pretty like much. Like post nine eleven. Yeah, bruh. I'm honestly just waiting for the next wave of Arab hate, bro. I'm not. I'm actually not gonna lie to you. At some point, Italians were targeted in the United yeah. States. Irish were targeted. Yeah, in yeah, exactly. States. In that same you know? way. In that same so way. So it just yeah, moves yeah. and moves and moves. Okay, actually not in that same way, but like yeah. But like, it, like it's gonna like go that. back like, there. I just I just expect it to cycle like minority after minority dism, and like I just I'm just expecting the next wave of Arab hate, like. It's sad to say that I expect it to happen, but I fully expect it to eventually. This guy, this guy said apparently my name, Aziz, yeah. is a Middle Eastern name. And I'm like, bruh. That makes like, no sense. Doesn't. It's an Arab name. Yeah, man. And I was like, it's first of all, it's a Muslim name. It's a Muslim name. name. Exactly. It's a Muslim it's one name. Of it's God's one of the names, 90, it's yeah. one of the 99 names of God. Like, why, why are you... Like, don't... don't. That's the thing. When I'm fine with people telling me to educate myself about something that is theirs not, and yeah, not mine not yours, you exactly. have no place yeah to come to me and tell me to educate myself about myself sure okay no but like see that's the thing that because just earlier i had the whole bias of like expecting that rami malik was a muslim because he was egyptian or whatever in a lot of cases like people don't necessarily know their own culture and their own heritage and their own no shit no that's fine from it. people so, from like, within don't t- don't hate from outside the club nice call back to episode 11 check it out it's really <laughs> funny but like it is it is that like if you're not from this community do not invalidate my stuff bro don't come tell me when can I, I get can I talk about uh, other communities and uh, how they sometimes pressure how mu- <laughs> pressure that's put on muslim people because of uh, other communities and also muslim communities which one Ramadan 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 is a weird time for people who don't necessarily do it or who are part of Islam but are kind of half-assed in it. One foot out, one foot in, whatever. I'm saying, like, for people who are struggling with their faith, Ramadan is always a tough time of year. But, you know, we've talked about, because this, we've talked about this on the podcast with Salim last week. I listened week, to the whole thing. I don't remember, though. Early on, where I said, like, it's, it's the worst thing you can expect from in terms of religion is when someone tries to come and tell you that if you're not doing it 100% yeah, in, then he call, calls exactly. you out on hypocrisy and whatever. Exactly, and tells you, when no, I was listening to that. All of that. And it's like, no, that's not how it's supposed to happen. It's like, it's... Again, I'm a re- this is not religious propaganda. This is just how Islam works. <laughs> sure. It's like your fight with the devil is a struggle every day of your life uh-huh, until the day exactly. you die. It's every not supposed you're not supposed to win. Yeah. That's the thing. You're yeah. never meant to it's win. It's a struggle every day. You're meant to fight. But every day is a new until yeah. you go you make it to your last breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we judge how many the way my dad explained religion to me is like it's a long this is gonna be this isn't it's not a knockout fight. So yeah, you, it's a marathon. He's like, you can lose by knockout, but you can win. But the only way you can win is by decision. Mm. Okay. How many punches can you get? Sure. How many can you avoid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all there yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And once you count, by decision, you can make it to hell. Sure. But by knockout, you can make it to hell. That's how it, that's how it works in Islam. So every day is a struggle. You, you, you win some, you lose some. It's fine. Yeah. The last... Um, this is actually exactly how my dad said it. Mm-hmm. He said... The devil's work in Islam is mm. not for you at having a beer at 22 yeah. and being like, you know what, God isn't real. It's not having uh, ha- having intercourse outside of marriage yeah. at 19 and be like, you know what, I'm out of this religion. Mm-hmm. No, 
what the devil really works on is at that very last minute when you're about to take your last breath you're like you know what maybe it wasn't all like maybe it was all for nothing maybe god wasn't real that's what the devil works for that's what he hustles for that's for like it's a long fight where you're not supposed to give up sure the last thing you need is a fellow muslim or even a non-muslim yeah. looks at you and you're like huh I see you didn't do your five prayers yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a complete hypocrite. See, you should drop it. Exactly, exactly. No, see, struggle, struggle. That's, it's fine, it's fine. It's about Lose every day is a new day, right? Like you fucked up today. Tomorrow's don't fuck up better tomorrow. day. Like, it's not a question. It's not and a matter of if you fuck up tomorrow, like, after tomorrow. There's always exactly, going to be... Exactly, exactly. As long as you repent as long and ask as for forgiveness, yeah, that's keep it. Keep moving and keep trying That's to the do whole good. point. God says that he has all the forgiveness in the world yeah. if you're honest about it. Yeah. Again, it's not Muslim propaganda, but this is a Muslim podcast, so, so you might as well yeah, know anything about it. Yeah, this is our faith in our life. It's so, like I mean, if yeah. you at some point, bro, I'm no imam, but I'm telling you this. To anyone who listens, who ever had to question anything about his, which by the way, you should, okay? I the, I think the worst thing for any, for the, for the brand of any religion, yeah. the image of any religion is to have people who believe in it without, and like just like... Blindly. Yeah, yeah blindly. Because yeah. fanatics... Yeah, are yeah, yeah. extremists extremists are not good for brands yeah. you know so you know you should question yourself you know i've go read the bible or quran or whatever go inform yourself ask questions to to whoever go ask the questions you have yeah go like, the doubts you have ask if you're convinced good if you're not whatever find something else it's, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. my problem like, at okay. the end of the day it's do what you yeah exactly but see that's the thing that i want to like kind of like rest on or whatever the, the matter of like do whatever like okay faith Islam like is is one big banner that mm -hmm. ever all of us fall under, right? Yeah. And then there's subdivisions, Shia, Sunni, whatever. And and however, right at the end of it, your faith is your faith. Yeah, my faith is mine. Okay, yeah. and my time, however I take to get to my faith or stay with my faith or whatever, whatever is all me. Yeah. But when Ramadan comes around, it's like out of all the religious holidays, it's, it's in a Muslim the world, check. It's a Muslim check. Right? It's, it's like it's how Muslim like, are you? It's how Muslim. It's not, like all. I'm not saying all other religions, but like a lot of other religions don't necessarily have the. They don't have not those... all their holidays are are don't, Muslim no, have no, like okay, religious connotations. Okay, to them. that's like, the, sure. okay. No, no. If you if you live in a Muslim dominated country, yeah. Ramadan is a way of life. Yeah, yeah. More yeah. than any other holiday of any other religion. Yeah, yeah. It's like for yeah. a month. We're all yeah. gonna observe the same thing. It's, it's, it's the same lifestyle. It's the same struggle for everyone. Yeah, and it's so it's like called... you have to inscribe to it. Like it's almost like the country is telling you yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So the country's telling you do it. This is while you're in a Muslim country. You're like the country's telling you do it. Your family's telling you do it. Your Muslim friends around you are doing it, so you feel pressured to do it. The non-Muslims around you are going, "Oh, are you doing Ramadan? Why aren't you doing Ramadan? Oh, you missed three days of Ramadan. Oh, your Ramadan, your fasting doesn't count or whatever." I'm just saying when. B with the idea of your faith being your own ramadan can be uh ramadan could be a beautiful time of communion and unity and and people and coming together and appreciation and and gratefulness and all of it all the things that ramadan are supposed to be good for you yeah they can be that but for someone who for example is struggling with their faith and this isn't their year like this isn't the ramadan for them like maybe this like this is the year where like it's, they, they didn't really fall into all these things and they've been missing they've had more adversity is. than before yeah and it's like this is one of the ramadans that it's like their third ramadan that they haven't done or something like that and they're like this isn't my year and everyone around them they like these people who won't do ramadan for example but are still people who are trying to do good by their religion and their faith 
just live the a last month thing of you guilt. need is don't discourage them yeah and don't see, make them don't make them guilt trip like yeah, you, you can, the guilt trip that's, don't, that's the thing that's a big thing by like the way it's supposed that, to be their choice that's a big it's supposed thing, to be their action that, that's it's a big thing by the way in 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 religion yeah. or at least in islam is that uh, don't don't try to brute force religion into someone because mm-hmm. they will immediately reject it yeah be be like try to be the nicest smooth as possible Sleep let it, it. Yeah. let it simmer yeah. let it simmer because religion simmers it mm-hmm. takes time you know yeah. that's why a lot of people put hijabs at 50 not yeah. at 20 because the more you simmer that's what i was telling my mom i was like i fully wholeheartedly believe in this thing okay i'm committed to this but i am self-aware enough to realize that i have not lived long enough to have enough perspective to get when people say the fear of God, yeah, I have it, I understand it, mm-hmm. but I don't feel it the way someone at fifty does because they have enough perspective to realize to understand the world. I'm just a twenty three year old. What do I know? Sure. You know, even the idea of repenting from sin. It's like yeah. how much can you have sinned? Could you have yeah, sinned yeah, by twenty three? Really, really, right? Right. That's the thing. I think I've lived a decent enough life. Sure. I'm not gonna go and compare or whatever but bottom line uh-huh. at this age I, I i don't think i am capable of understanding the sheer magnitude of it all yeah and i think it will only come much it become it will become much easier with time yeah as a kid i know i did it because my parents told me as i grew up mm-hmm. i wanted to i did it because i know i had to do it mm. hopefully i hope to reach a day where i do it because it's almost like a reflex. Yeah. It's because it's a way some... of life, right? Exactly. Yeah. Now it's like every now and then, okay, reminder to go pray. Reminder. Yeah. I want to get to a point where it's like it's automatic. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it comes with time. Yeah. It's a constant struggle. It you shouldn't. Don't be. Nobody should shame anyone for the struggle they face through their religion. Because you know what, you can't force them to do it, but you can definitely encourage them not to do it. So just don't do that. Yeah, cool. pretty much. So go around with positive vibes for the next week. Yeah. And Ramadan's halfway. It's halfway now. Halfway of the struggle. If you've been struggling, look at it this way. You're already past the halfway point. You just have to do one more of these. This is the second COVID-infested Ramadan. Yeah. Hopefully, we won't have a third one. Just push Shalom. through. This is probably the most difficult Ramadan of them all. Mm. There's the one where you, there is no sense of community because sure. that's the one where I know personally. Yeah. It's like the let's let's do this together, you uh-huh. know, mano a mano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have that. Yeah, it's fine. It's probably the last that we'll have that. So just push through, uh-huh. keep holding on, and if you can't recuperate after Ramadan, whatever you do, what you want to do with your religion, I don't care. I'm, I'm worried about me getting to heaven. I don't yes, care sir. about y'all going to heaven. <laughs> like that's not my problem. Sure. I don't care. <laughs> so, Isn't that one of the positive values that we're supposed to have as Muslims? Like, yeah, yeah, help each other out, but I'm not going down with because <laughs> of anyone. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm kidding. Good luck for everyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you do you. Do you. We're just trying to spread some positivity. The last thing, because the way we said it, it's... It we were, yeah, yeah. Basically, do you want to get to that story right now? Very quickly, and then we're going to end it. Okay. Because, right, like, so there's nothing to say about this. Yeah, this no, like, there's, just, there's just, there's, there isn't much to say about it. It's just, yeah. It's all about Yusuf, episode nine, uh, on site. On, uh, on, on site. site. On site, yeah. You said... 
you and me and homeless people, me and people on the street talking to me, whichever. Don't stop me on the street to talk to me. Basically, this I'm is not a, a continuation of, of it, <laughs> and it's just this this continuation of it that I was like, it's weird because it happened to the, with the both of us. Yeah, we right? went to get pizza. You and I went to this pizza place. pre Ramadan. Pre Ramadan. Woke. You and I went to this pizza place. Basically, one of the first times in a in like months that you and I went outside together. Yeah, we were like this is trippy. Went to this pizza place have pizza, come back uh, to your place, sort of passing by the Sainsbury's. The Sainsbury's where there's like always homeless people in front of us. But like two weeks ago, there was one chick who was like, Jav money. I'm like, nah, I don't have shit to give you, but I'm going into the grocery store right now. Do you want anything? And this is the, this is always, I swear to God, this fucking homeless people. I'm not going to act like oh, I, I just I just proposed for them to have something. And then I'm going to be like, oh, no, you can't, <laughs> you, you know, push it. But also don't push it. You yeah. Know? Like if I ask you, if like you if want, if don't you, go Tesco finest. Go Tesco basics. You, like if you ask me for like if I asked a homeless person if you, they wanted anything from the grocery store and they said, get me a Tesco meal deal. I'll be like, yeah, fire, bro. Some but chips, food, if you water. Say you want, do you want some chocolate? You. And they ask you, give me Ferro Rocher. You're <laughs> yeah. like, no, but see, chill this, out. This is the thing, right? I asked this chick, do you want anything from the, the grocery store? Right? Right. And um, she's like, yeah, sure. Can you uh, get me a Coke? And I'm like, OK, fire. And can you get me uh, an Easter egg? That big one over there. And I was like, <laughs> and I, was like I mean, no, I, I heard it. She was like, they're on discount. And I was like, I mean, like, sure, because it's like two pounds. I'm definitely going to go and spend two pounds. But what and buy a you niche this thing. way. But to... like, really, that's what you're going to ask for? for two pounds. I could have gotten you some rice. Yeah. But like, I'll be honest, out of all the things that I all, out of all the stuff that I've bought at grocery stores for homeless people, that was the nicest one that I ever bought. That, not as in the thing. I was like, that that was the nicest one that I like. F- that was like, so gentle to give. I was like, this isn't a necessity. This clearly is not a necessity. <laughs> you do not need this at all. You don't need this Easter egg, <laughs> like, but sure. Like, here's like, your, here's your dose of happiness. Happy Easter, you go. Here you go. But yeah, that's that Sainsbury's. So we're, we're about to like come back to your place. Sainsbury's is like a minute away from your place. We're walking by and um, I don't know. Some homeless person goes like, you have money. We walk by. We're not having this conversation. And then this guy who's like right in front of the Sainsbury's like, He's. I'm on the left. Aziz's on the right he, by the street. He checks he like, us. He checks us basically. He puts arm his, on the gut. He puts his arm in front of me, basically like blocking my way. And he goes. He's reach, he reaches to my gut. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, this dude like he he puts his arm, arm across bar. me. Yeah. And it's like basically going to Aziz at this point. He's like blocking my way from walking. It's not like someone put his hand in front of me and went, "Hey, He's man." He's still gaining with his arm. This man is physically stopping me from moving. You know. But the, the guy goes, puts his arm in front of me, and he goes. Yo, man, I'm black, but I'm not going to kill you. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And he goes, uh, yo, man, but like, can you help me out and give me money? Whatever. I just look at him. And honestly, I, like, I was ready to have a conversation with this man. And by conversation, I mean, oh, no, I don't have any change. Change. Have a good day. You know, like, that's what I was willing to say. But this man, like, physically is obstructing my way. And I just look at him like... And then has, like... Like, the goal to just go, I'm black, but I'm not going to kill you. I looked at that like, what... First Why of all, are you insinuating that I'm like? And do you think I'm racist? Like, do you what? think? And like, also, like, bro, like, what a shit. I don't pitch, think I don't bro. think you could you would kill me because you're black. I think you'd kill me because you're homeless and you're approaching me. And you're me. putting your arm <laughs> exactly, and, like you're and, stopping. And, me. and and I said and I said that uh, like a couple of cu- couple episodes ago. If I do not know you yeah. on a first name basis, yeah, yeah, yeah. I immediately think hostile. Yeah, yeah. I think hi, your COVID. COVID. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like yeah. if you do not approach me. Mm. Do not talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go outside with my mask on because, you know, I'm afraid of this thing. Even when nobody's around, I'm okay. I'm look. I'm gonna say it straight up. I am completely happy being paranoid about this whole pandemic sure. because guess what? I haven't had it. 
yeah. I haven't gotten COVID sure. since like you know infesting all of Abu Dhabi, yeah, but this is totally basically. fine, totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Like I haven't gotten it. I've been self isolating, been respecting respectful protocol for a reason. I do not want mm. this virus around me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get you. So when I look at other people, if I don't know you on a first name basis, like, you're back away. You're a unit of COVID. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. that's all you are oh, to me. Yeah. You are not a human being. <laughs> you are just. You're a potential host yeah, yeah, exactly. of my op. I totally get that. I totally get that. And so, so it's like people on the street. One, don't 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 get too close. Don't get too close. And also, especially it's if you're time, homeless. So especially don't get too close to me. Also, you're not wearing a mask, which like, I, I'm not saying homeless people like should all have. Masks, also, don't start with like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I'm not dude, gonna kill you. Like all of it was like, wrong. Look, Basically, look, all of the if only that thing dude, this <laughs> guy had for him that was not a problem to us was the fact that he was black. Yeah, that was the only like, thing he brought was, to the table that I'm like, I'm fine with that. That was the only thing that I was like, yeah, sure. But everything else, the way he approached me, the way he talked to us, fucking all of it. Like, if this dude wanted us to give him money, that was the worst pitch I have ever heard. That's also, it. also, if he thought I was going to like, you want to talk about, you know, being woke. Huh. I'm not going to give you money because you're trying to woke fish me. Yeah, man. Like, 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 dude, like, that, what, like, what if one of us did he think, like, like I'm am a I gonna stop employee? and be like, oh, no, dude, like, genuine? I'm, I'm sorry for I'm, the oppression you face. Like, this is all my fault. No, oh. bro, no, no, don't come at me with, like, dude. I'm black, but I'm not gonna kill you. Come, Yo. hey, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I need help. Yeah, man. And maybe, maybe I'll maybe say, maybe I'll stop. Yeah. Look, in all honesty, I wasn't going to. We weren't going to. We were but, gonna keep walking because we had somewhere to go. But I'm just but saying. No, no, no. Yeah, that's, way, that's from our side of things. <laughs> yeah, but from his side of things, if he wanted to get have a chance at yeah. this, the last thing he needed to say was, "I'm black, but I'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna kill, kill you. you." Also, we're in front of a Sainsbury's with like eight people around us, and I'm definitely not thinking you're gonna kill me right here. I don't fucking know. It was so weird. The whole we're thing. We're two. Was weird. If you try to touch There's two of us. Like I, I, and you make a hostile move and say, "Hey, hey, hey, man, I'm not hostile." What? Like, bro, I was tripping the whole. Imagine time, man. tackling one guy and be like, "Yo, bro, be careful." Be, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I'm not gonna beat you up, man. What the <laughs> fuck are you saying, bro? You just took me to the ground. This is the equivalent. Like, dude was just stopping us from walking. Such a weird line. We just went, "Dude, do you mind?" <laughs> like, do you mind letting us through? And like, then oh. he walked behind us for a little bit. Did I was he? like, "Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah I remember I told you I was like, "Yusuf, oh. he gets way too close to us." I'll knock him out. I'll knock him out. Hundred percent. I I will commit a crime, <laughs> but it's not gonna be a hate crime. It's not because he's black, bro. It's it not. Would a, not it be will be a proper black. crime, not a hate yeah, crime. Yeah, because exactly. you know what? I'm not beating you up because you're black. I'm beating you up because you're fucking weird. Because <laughs> you you. Yeah, man. I'm not gonna kill you. That has to be the least unthreatening thing I have ever heard in my life. Right. Like if when it comes to like spiking my adrenaline, adrenaline. Yeah. That was peak vibes, dude. I, I'm black. I, I was. As, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm like okay, what? this guy. Ha could kill, okay? Potentially could be harmful. I mean, he's a person. He's just some dude by the side of the street that I don't fucking know. He's a stranger, man. As you say, COVID hostile. In hostile. the back of in the back of my head, when he says I'm not gonna kill you, I'm like, okay, this guy is like, he's saying it, but also he's saying, but I could totally yeah, kill exactly, you if I right? wanted like, to. Dude, I wasn't thinking about you killing me until you brought it up. Like, I'm not okay? scared of you, bro. But like now, I'm kind of wary. You know, ominous vibes. <laughs> yeah, like th that's the. Uh, the most uneasy way to put someone at ease, bro. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> also, side note, to all of you, if you ever have an, a homeless encounter and they ask you for money and you're next to a Tesco, that move huh. is like, do you want something? Yeah. Next thing, you know what you do? Huh. Ask them if they want a Kinder Bueno. <laughs> what? 
if they say no, it's like, fine. I, I, I mean, I suggest it and you don't get them shit and you won't feel guilty about it. <laughs> oh, so you just ask them what they want? No, you cap them at 60p. You're like, do you want a Kinder Bueno? <laughs> I can get you a Kinder Bueno if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. They say yes, you get them a Kinder Bueno. End of story. They're yeah. thankful. If they don't want and, a Kinder Bueno, and, and they, they don't get the 60p either. They don't get it. They're <laughs> ungrateful. That's 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 my new move. Every time a homeless guy's gonna approach me, I was like, "Hey man, I got shit, but like, do you want a Kinder Bueno?" <laughs> I'm say, I'm just gonna start being straight up with like honest people, at the, uh, homeless honest people, homeless people at this point. Like, I'll be like, "Yo, do you want anything from the Sainsburys?" And if they start pushing it, I'll be like, "Bro, you have two pounds." <laughs> like, you have what I would have given you. Let's be real. It's not just because I'm about to walk into the store that I'm now willing to spend ten pounds. Like, on I'm not bro. Warren Buffett, my guy. Nah, bro, it's not. I, if I was going to give you two pounds, I will go and spend two pounds on you inside. And I, and sure, that sounds like such a fucking dick move, right? Because like the whole point of me not giving him two pounds is because I don't have it in my pocket, right? So if I can give him money, why don't I just give him four pounds or whatever? But let's not fucking push it, bro. This is still begging for money, and I'm not gonna start giving him paychecks. To quote what we said in the comment in the in the bio for that for episode nine, whether you're a Mormon, a Muslim brother, or a homeless dude, get the get fuck out, out of, of our, our way, way, bro. It's totally fine, and don't try to armbar us or tollgate us, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Seriously, like, ah, uh, uh, just, just. Because, no. like, I'm Muslim, but I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm just reverse. Yeah, no, I'm seeing you, man. I'm seeing <laughs> nice you. one. Whoa. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Okay. This has been the last, the least Ramadan vibe episode out there. This has been extremely Ramadani. But listen, man. I've, I, I've had so much fun with this episode. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> I had so much anger built up from like the whole Twitter thing. Yeah. And European Super League. Yeah. I'm glad we had to like, you know, finally story this out. So I feel like the, la- the second half of Ramadan, I'll be able to focus more on my revisions. Without thinking of those ungrateful assholes. Yeah. So, yeah. That's great. Ramadan Kareem. (laughs) Ramadan Kareem, everyone. Have a good week. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace out, boys. (laughs)